Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Speak On It podcast. I am your host, Big Mike. We are back in the building after another long week in the world of sports. As you know, I cannot do it alone. And we got a full, full house tonight. We're almost back at 100%. We're getting stronger. But we got the gang gang tonight. No, I gotta start off with the Mad Producer Podcast. Poppy in the building. We're we're working on some new equipment, new setups over here. We're we're looking good. I'm trying to get fancy here. Looking trying good, feeling good, fancy. playing good. We will ignore what me and Dylan just said as we introduce Anthony back in the building, and he's uh, uh, the lowest uh, quality uh, person. I am totally not working on new shit. How <laughs> y'all doing? Feels good to be back. After some long, strenuous weeks, but we're, I'm here. That's all that matters. Lowest and, quality, but highest voice. <laughs> and I know this is usually, I don't know what that meant either, Dylan. But uh, I know usually we introduce Breezy in this spot. But as Dylan just <laughs> said, he's having technical difficulties. So we will introduce our special guest for the night. We are resetting the Roz counter. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, he is back. He is married. He has relocated. Roz is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know it's bad when you have to fix <laughs> Oh, shit. About the Lazarus pit. Live from the quantum realm. Live from the quantum realm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh man. How you been, sir? How's everything going? Uh, it's been going, man. You know, a lot's been happening, but you know, have to, you know what I'm saying? Like bring some balance back to the force real quick. Come through. Say what's up, everybody. I know you missed a kid. Got some got some fire for you tonight. Well, before we get going, I we are all about pulling receipts and being fair here. I would like to shout out Anthony and Roz, who both, even though it wasn't on air, both did pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. And, yeah, come on now. And, yeah. and it happened. Round of applause for the three winners currently on the uh mm. on the show. Well, Dylan, you tend to piggybacked off of my pick, but yeah. I was here. <laughs> what? Wait a what are we doing? Piggybacking you piggybacking off of shit. You said this team was gonna win eight games. But then I also said they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Die. Very Super difficult Bowl to win Super Bowl if you win eight games. <laughs> <laughs> I could have easily said the Eagles. I said the Chiefs. You should have said the Eagles. You know, it's funny. I really was going to say the Eagles as their matchup, but I was like, teams like Philly that are that good, they usually just lose to like the divisional round or something. It's been that way for like 10 years now. Because they haven't played nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing when you play quality opponent, what happens? I mean, they, they, they basically just, they basically amputated Brock Purdy. So they had they had some they, amputated, they, had they some amputated Brock Purdy. They could cuss Josh Johnson. Yeah, like they had they had comp at that last one. It's just you know they they did what but they had to do. They had some comp. To, to be fair, they were they just bounty gated those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled out Greg Williams. It was like yo, 
70k to whoever hurts Brock Purdy. <laughs> to be and fair, they all they don't if you take out Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> if we get McCaffrey playing quarterback, 100k to the guy who does it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. So they 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 who who the fuck did the Eagles beat in the playoffs again? The Giants, Giants, and the Niners. I mean, it's eerily similar to that Cam Newton like Super Bowl run team too. Like, just from a talent perspective, well, that was different. They because this Eagles talent. team had a lot of talent, and yeah, that had more talent. That Panthers team on offense didn't really. Did they have like Ted play. Ginn, who was just known for being fast, and then like somebody Ed, else? Ted Ginn, if he would have caught uh, <laughs> uh, any of the, I think, fifteen balls that he dropped that year, <laughs> he would have been like a fourteen hundred yard receiver with double digit touchdowns. Yeah, I think um I don't know if they cut Benjamin at that time. I don't know if he made Benjamin was hurt. Yeah. yeah, he was hurt. Benjamin was hurt and, that year, and, they, and then he had... kept eating cheeseburgers and became a tight end in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> did they have Devin Funches too? They did have Devin Funches. Not for yeah. that run. Oh, not for that run. Oh, they, oh, they, they drafted him later, right? They right. drafted him after. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. They really didn't have anybody because that was after they got rid of Steve Smith. Yep, and they right. kind of just had Ted Ginn, Greg Olson, and. Uh, Superman Cam, Cam yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> that 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 team, that Cam Newton season was just it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It's just that defense was also unbelievable too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I remember there was so much running over Cam running. Chancellor. Yeah. And all these big guys. Yeah. And, oh, and, Cam, and, was, and, Cam was just a force. Yeah. And Mike, I hate to have to point this out, but there was, I still remember that game they had against the Titans that year. Where Cam scored in the end zone and he was doing his thing. And one of the Tennessee players pushed him and tried to fight him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He did it. They pushed him and then he did it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd be big mad too. <laughs> and then Von Miller stole his soul in the Super Bowl and nothing was the same. Oh, yeah, that was that was and bad. nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing really was the same. Like he, nope, then he started oh. having the shoulder injuries and the the Liz Frank on his foot. You know what's and... funny? The shoulder injury actually comes from him hesitating to pick up the fumble, and then he does it at the last minute and jams his shoulder. I think that's what really set him off after that. If he didn't die for it, yeah, if he would have dove for it, I mean, he wouldn't have got it, which is why he wasn't gonna dive, but. Why dive at the last minute and hurt yourself? It's either he just doesn't go for it, or he doesn't, or he just like. No, means conspiracies was centered around that play. He got injured, I think, in that play. Conspiracy with the NFL rigged and conspiracies. Oh, that was on the script. That was on the. That was on the script. Yeah, if you ask certain people, they said Cam didn't go for the ball. It was yes, part of the script. Mm. Anthony, shut the fuck up about this strip shit. <laughs> so don't, don't get mad at me. Get mad at the strip party. Like no, I get mad at you because you bring it out. <laughs> <laughs> so you think they just got a bang for this year? Like, come on, man. Shit like that. Shit. Shit. getting paid since the nineties, man. <sighs> All right, that's because I'm not going down. Imagine the road scripting a fucking ACL tear. 
car accident that he if got you, into. If you believe the Tommy Fury uh, script just got leaked before the before the match, <laughs> none of it was right. By the way, none of it was right. No. Uh, and it's like, oh, like of course, no one could possibly write that up on like a Word doc or something. Im- impossible. Impossible. <laughs> I can only imagine the look on Brady's face in 2000 when they gave him his script. That man was must have been in disbelief. Probably because that he was handed a playbook instead of a script. <laughs> imagine him looking at the script in what 2013. I'm gonna lose to them again. <laughs> Anyway, let's 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 move on because I'm not I'm not going down this <laughs> flat earth stupid rattle. Don't get me started. <laughs> is it too soon? Is it too soon? Because the hour is it too soon? <laughs> oh, Ross, are you one of those flat earthers? No, I was referring oh, okay. to you know like Mr. Burning Sage, not Burning Sage anymore in the stadium. <laughs> That's that's what I was referring to, and I know Dylan knew that that's what I was referring to. Too soon, too soon. No, it's not too soon. He's too, he's soon. too busy uh, scorching earth in Dallas right now. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, they're not doing too bad. Were they like one in no, three? They're, they're one in four. Yeah, they've won one game since Kyrie. Is, and that uh, was like the Spurs, right? Games. And it was the Spurs. Oh, Lord. Games. Why are they losing? It's not, I mean, they would, Kyrie, they would... it's not how Kyrie's playing. It's how he's, like, carrying himself. And when you they have Jason Kidd, and when you have Jason Kidd out there saying, I'm not out there. What do you want me to do about it? I'm just like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, Jason. So we can just go right into that. Has a, Nothing he said was wrong. It's just as the head coach, it was in poor taste. You cannot really say, especially that. when you get a guy like Kyrie on your team who is Who's uh hypersensitive to things like that. Yep, kind of can't do that, but, but you know, I feel like he's just going through the motions, you know, like, hey, I get to play with Luca, this is great. And then he's going to be in L.A. next year. And then, you know, I don't know about that. <laughs> what? I don't know about <laughs> And that. then he'll be a Laker next year. I don't know about that. Roz, you don't want him on the Lakers? Not really. I don't know, Roz. Those, you uh, said no? <laughs> Not really. When they were asking him about the Lakers, and he was like, yeah, I wanted to be there, but I'm here. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? And this is what I'm talking about. This all stems back from them not trading LeBron when I told them to trade LeBron. So what's going to happen is, is they're going to – appease LeBron and bring all his buddies along. Kyrie and him just going to get back together like this, like a whole, like, it's going to be like stepbrothers all over again. And then it's going to just not do anything. And now we're going to have to pay Kyrie until he decides that he wants to hang it up or, I don't know, just gets the heck out of town. I I don't know what to and say. And you'll be, pay, be paying him to play half the games in the season. This is, this is insane. <laughs> I really don't like I don't like that script. That's one script that I don't want to see. Rip that script up. <laughs> I know we could go back to uh, the the off season before we started, and you were talking about how you wanted Kyrie Irving. You're like, I yes. kill for Kyrie Irving. And when Correct. I was making the points, yeah, and then you'd be really pissed off when Kyrie, LeBron, and Anthony Davis all play 40 games apiece. Well, I wasn't necessarily <laughs> worried about that too much because I think the talent would have pushed through. But like, 
it's not when they don't play basketball. It's it's I like D'Lo. I like where D'Lo is. Like you know, like we need an infusion of young. I talent. think D'Lo's good for your guys' current team as constructed. We need infusion of young talent. Dylan like it's night and day without with with like the young talent that's in there. Like that's for me. That's paramount, right? Because the Lakers literally had like fringe players and role players who were the young talent. Everything was whatever LeBron wants, whatever he wants, get whatever guys in. And I'm like, we're not going to do the Miami. I know he won a championship there. I know everybody's like, well, that won him a championship, but he's not able to do the things that he was able to do before. He doesn't have that. He's not willing to take that responsibility either. He's been saying that now for a year and a half. I don't want this. I don't, and that's fine. But I mean, don't try to make him do the things that he is not capable of doing. And, seems like no one in the Lakers learns their lesson until now. So at what point, Rise, do we because I know I've heard LeBron <laughs> out of his mouth say that he's not running the team and he's not making roster decisions and he's not doing this. I've heard him say it multiple times. <sighs> you stay on this that LeBron is controlling everything thing you you think that LeBron would have wanted? Oh, I guess I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I guess didn't even finish the question because I'm just wondering: Would LeBron love Caruso? LeBron absolutely loved Alex Caruso, as do I. LeBron loves play, like anyone that's followed LeBron's career knows that LeBron loves playing with veterans. He does not he does not play <laughs> he does not play well with younger talent. Just it has never worked for him. So I don't understand why, why the fuck did the Lakers decide that in year 19 and 20 that they wanted to build him a team around him with young uh, players. Young players it makes no sense but for some they reason, won a championship with minimal veterans. young players. Like literally, like Caruso and Kuzma were the young players on the team. That was, and if you want to throw KCP, but I wouldn't even consider KCP a He's young not player. Young. He's a vet. But that was it. And he, now, like the Lakers, it's what it goes back to what I said at the beginning of the year. Like the Lakers are, they tried to rebuild the wheel on how to build a team around LeBron by going from a round wheel to a square wheel. And then they're mad that the square wheel doesn't turn. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you had a wheel that was working. You followed, you followed the, you followed the, the LeBron blueprint. And you followed it and you saw success. Why throw it all out the window? Because you just decided in these last two years that we finally value our draft picks for the future and not when I have LeBron James who's still playing at a crazy level, Anthony Davis, who when healthy is good, but then you go and you get Russell Westbrook, who never was a good fit for that team. You go and you, you get Pat Beverly who also wasn't a good fit for that team. You got rid of all of your centers, all of your bigs. You let all of your shooters go. It's and, it's known that Anthony Davis does not like to play center, and yet you left him to play center. 
it also feels like it's known that Anthony Davis didn't like playing with Russ on the court. And, and I don't think Russell Westbrook's role was clearly defined enough to him as to like what his job was going to be. Because every time Russell Westbrook has like succeeded in this league to like throw away how you feel about him as a player or as a person, uh, like he thrives when he's primary ball handler and is like, your role is primary ball, primary ball handler. Like go be triple double guy, go do that. And the Lakers just couldn't provide that with him because he's not primary ball handler on that team because you have like LeBron fucking James. <laughs> then you go and he was having a good year. He was having a good before year. he got traded too. He was going to probably be six man of the year. He might still probably get votes for six man of the year <laughs> because <laughs> of that, because he played enough games as the six man, I think to, yeah. to qualify. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his role in, in LA is in, in across the hall, <laughs> I think is going to be much better for him because the role is clearly defined to what they're asking of him. But the, the rebuilding that Laker wheel from the circle to the square was never it. Deciding again, year 19, year 20 of LeBron James career that, you know, we care about our draft picks and we're not going to go and try to actively win just to throw all that away at the trade deadline. And be like, you know, we're going to go get these guys to like, give us a great chance to win. <laughs> you should have did this before the season started. Uh, but it's circumstances are different though. Um, they actually didn't mortgage those first round picks still, even with the trades, a lot of them were centered around multiple second round picks, moving people, you know, I think it's um, I think they were able to accomplish the middle ground that they hoped, right? Um, you know, like they found talent and shout outs to the talent evaluation, you know, guys in the building, Kalinka for, you know, like he comes out smelling like roses for now by sticking to his guns and getting this impact that seems to have rejuvenated and re-energized the Lakers. Um without having to mortgage the future that everyone was asking to do for any one of those superstars. The problem is though, is this LeBron James injury? Yes. That fucks up everything. Um, This LeBron James injury is going to be a disaster possibly. Um, You know, watch replays of him talking about, I heard it pop all these other things like that. You know, if there's ligament damage in there, I mean, he's done like, I mean, even if LeBron was LeBron from 10 years ago, 15 years ago, he still possibly might be done. You know, this is the same guy who was like legitimately getting carried out of the stadium because he had muscle cramps. You know, like, I mean, there's no way this guy is going to play on a damaged ligament and be effective. Like, it's just not going to happen. And so... The Lakers have to ask themselves now, can you do you believe that Anthony Davis is going to take us into a deep run? And like anything else, I'll say this. The Lakers aren't going to win a championship with Anthony Davis by himself and no LeBron James. And so um, the question is, is the younger guys, you know, are they going to be, are they going to be able to, you know, like, at least grow with the team. Now you're now you're, if you're playing, you're evaluating how many of these young guys I can bring back, right? They're showcasing. Um, it's just it's just tough luck. But I'll tell you this: if they had done what I said they should have done, this would have been a completely different thing. They're just delaying the inevitable by a few years. 
if they would have done what you wanted them to do, they would be the Houston Rockets. And the Houston Rockets still at this point right now are the worst team, in, the second worst team in basketball. I don't think they've been the worst team. I think you would have the gotten the second worst team in basketball. Like I said, I think you would have gotten at least a combination of picks and players for LeBron James and Anthony Davis to where you at least replenish the cupboard. You have some young guys that play with some effort. Maybe they're like the, they probably would have ended up more like OKC like last year. Or maybe I don't know who you would have yeah. gotten. Yeah, but and Dylan, I'm not insulting the Nets. Don't take it. But they would have been a That's lesser right. version of the Nets. That's what they would have been. Well, the question you have to ask yourself is before you even give LeBron James his, his new contract that he signed, right? What would you have been able to get for LeBron James at that point? I think you would have gotten, I think we'd have been surprised how much you would have, the Lakers would have been able to get for LeBron James. And I think, um, Anthony's going to say no, but I agree with you. But I, I think, think you would have gotten a lot of offers that would have been just like filler. No, because it's before he signs a contract. It's before he signs a contract. So I think I it's a lot of filler. Ah, uh, no, I think you get him before he signs a contract. Um, you're because you're not going to get, you're not going to put, send him to Siberia. Nobody is going to like, Let's say OKC called and we're like, we'll give you all these first round picks we have in Shea. No. Why why would no. no? You need no. more. You would need much more. And why would I want to send him to Siberia? Why would LeBron want to go to Siberia? Because then you're in the you're at that the whim of LeBron is that you send me to Oklahoma City for their best player and, and first round picks to go play with fucking twelve year olds. I'm just not gonna stay there. LeBron James doesn't have any – he didn't have any leverage in that case because he doesn't have a no-trade clause. Yeah, so but then a, he could be but, one of those things where it's like, hey, I'm just going to take care of this injury thing that I I, I just developed, and I'm going to be out for the year. So, yeah, so here's, here's a problem with that, right, is, yeah, he can do that, but also in the same instance is he still has to chase that scoring record. So if you, give, if you give him – I mean, but he has to play. That's the whole but, thing is, like, he has to play – so but if you, if trade you do him, this before he signs that contract, you now have to get the the guarantee before making the trade that he's going to sign an extension. Yeah, so, but the, but but it's also like again, right? You you want to be you want to have an amicable split where every everybody's happy, but I think you guys are underestimating how much he cares about his legacy, and don't get it twisted. His eyes were squarely on that scoring record. It wasn't yeah. this year. It wasn't last year. It's the first time anyone ever told him he was on pace to do that. And we're talking about it could be as far as two or three years from um, two or three years past. So mm-hmm. with that being said, he has to play. Like he can't. He can't say I'm gonna hold out. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna do anything because I'm on a bad team. Wherever he goes, he's gonna play. And but then, but they, no team is going to trade for if, you, especially if this is before that contract extension. No team is going to trade for him unless he commits to sign an extension the second the trade's done. Yeah, but we also thought that about Kyrie Irving, right? <clears throat> and, well, no, the the Mavericks traded for him fully, not knowing whether he's going to sign an extension he's, or not. He's not <laughs> for someone. He's a like, yeah, yeah he's, for, he's definitely not going to sign for someone like LeBron James. I think 
people, more people than you believe, even in this scenario, will be willing to trade for him, for his stature, for his supposed leadership, and also for the fact that they would be the team to be able to have the opportunity to host him for breaking that record. That's the only reason why the Lakers resigned him. But Raj, what, what would you get they, from wait, LeBron? They didn't, re- they didn't oh. resign LeBron. Like, well, let me be clear. The Lakers didn't resign LeBron James thinking that as a roster was currently constructed, that they were going to win a championship. No, they re-signed LeBron James to stay on the island of relevancy. Correct. And also to have him be that person to actually break the scoring record in a Lakers jersey. Like, this is all Putting from a financial LeBron James standpoint. anywhere doesn't put you on the island of relevancy. You right. have to put him somewhere where he really wants to be, or else you're not going to get the LeBron you want. And any team is dumb if they trade for LeBron James without securing that contract extension. I agree, but we've never seen him in a situation where he's he has been in a place where he hasn't wanted to be in because everyone's always obliged to him because of his otherworldly talent. And you'd be exactly. silly if That's... you didn't. And no, I understand. But this is a different situation. This is an un- this is uncharted waters. This is LeBron James's talent right now for the first time in a very long time doesn't automatically make you bend the knee. It makes you say, hmm, that would be nice, but it doesn't mean that he's going to carry your entire franchise to a playoff guaranteed by him being on the team. So it's mm-hmm. a different situation now. It's it's complete apples to oranges. And that's just to where because he was he's before. in year 20. I mean, but it <laughs> is what it is. We can't pretty, run the clock nice. back. But you can't run the clock <laughs> back. It still doesn't change the fact that it's different now. So he's think about what, Kevin, the what the Nets got for Kevin Durant, right? What, four, five first round picks, <laughs> four first and, round picks, and two starter players, two yeah. young starter players. Like, four. what do you get for LeBron now at, in year 20 for maybe a year? What do you give up? But that's now I'm talking about before you sign the contract. No, I'm He's saying, ready. I'm saying this before the contract. So now we know based on what the trade market was in during the offseason. Right, which all started with Rudy Gobert being traded for a billion first round picks. Oh. So that started the trade value. Like that reset the trade market completely for stars. So I think it depends on the team, right? Like if you were to say, hey, let's put LeBron James on the Warriors, I think the Warriors give you every first round pick that they possibly can within the seven. And then you have to match contracts. So then it's like, okay, well, if we get LeBron James, how do we stay competitive without giving up send, Clay, Staff, or Wiggins? Yeah, they're, they're already Dr- and they'll give up. They'll give up Draymond. But who they'll wants Draymond up... without any of the other guys? <laughs> but the Lakers. <laughs> but, but we're talking about a trade. We're talking about the Lakers knowing that they have to trade LeBron James. You know, like you'll take Draymond. And get you'll take you'll back. take Wiseman. You'll take all that. before we before Wiseman was gone. You'll take Wiseman. You'll take Draymond. You'll take whatever matching contracts and you'll take every first round pick the Warriors have. You may even do the same thing to the Suns. You may do, you may, the Suns might do the same. The Suns would have given you the best deal because of the Mavericks would also, they, the Mavericks would also entertain it. Give up. I think the Heat actually probably entertain that as well, too. I think a lot of teams the like Heat the would have given the Heat would have been a great trade because you could have gotten Bam. As well as like a couple of their young guys. Yeah, I think there. even I think even the Bucks. I think even team. It's because LeBron James is not seen as so him and so Kevin Durant and LeBron James are seen in the same light, but LeBron in a slightly lesser degree. Which is they are the piece that will take you over the top. 
they're not the piece that you're going to say, okay, I got my guy. He's going to be running the team for the rest of like the next five years or so. They are the, they are the pieces that are going to take you over the top. The Suns is not, they're not expecting Kevin Durant to basically replace Devin Booker. He's there to compliment Devin Booker. He's also oh, there we we clearly don't understand him. what Kevin Durant is. <laughs> take him I, looks, I, I would disagree with that too. No, I would nope. also very much so disagree nope. with that. Nope. Kevin Durant is meant to be there, like how he was with the Warriors, which is to take that team over the top. Yeah, I don't see how he I can disagree. Not brought to the Warriors to replace Stephen Curry. That is the only inc- reason Kevin Durant incorrect. wasn't the guy in the driver's seat in Brooklyn was because all of us, all everybody else was hurt. Everybody was always hurt. Like, that's the only situation. Kevin Durant was carrying that Nets team during those playoff runs, doing his damnedest. Kevin Durant was not. Kevin Durant came with Kyrie Irving for a reason. And it was to be the guy. Kevin Durant was unequivocally to be the guy. Because Kevin Durant by himself (laughs) is not going to take you to the championship. No superstar by themselves is going to do anything. But but hit but the and that guy doesn't exist. And that guy, well, but he didn't win. That guy doesn't exist got, anymore. No, that but guy I'm doesn't saying, exist. Saying, and he I'm didn't saying, win. He got to the finals, but he didn't win. But I'm saying, like at this point, though, when we're evaluating the players and why you're training for them, Kevin Durant is not meant to be brought to the Suns to supplant Devin Booker. He's not. He was never brought to the Warriors. We are to clearly misunderstanding. I mean, it is what, what Kevin it is. Though. The I don't, Suns is then. Wait, Kevin so Durant is, is now. No. The best player in on that Phoenix. team. He the is the, the closer on that team. That is his team. And you can listen to everybody nah. else in that locker room, how they talked nah. about Kevin Durant walking in. They all said, we all take practice significantly more but, serious now. Because I mean, because you have the pieces at the top. It's the same thing with the Warriors, right? He, it's like, Kevin Durant can, good before, say what you want about Kevin Durant. Me. Kevin Durant is still one of the five best basketball players in the world. Correct. He's five best basketball players in the when world. When he's healthy and when he's on, absolutely. When he's healthy, but the problem is Devin Booker is not that healthy. <laughs> he he has there his is issues. Not a single world that in the next four years, because that's what the Suns have him for. They have Kevin Durant for the next four years. There is not a single world where Devin Booker in any of these four years is a better basketball player than Kevin Durant. He could catch him, Dylan. I see that. I will. Kevin Booker's ceiling. His ceiling is where Kevin Durant is. It's not Devin Booker's team. This team is not Devin Booker's team. This is Kevin Durant's team. Going for this isn't him going to the Warriors. That team has already won. It has this unanimous MVP and all this these other accolades. No, he just went to a team who had a nasty. Game seven loss to the Dallas Mavericks, where none of them could do absolute anything. A team that lost. Oh, you mean Giannis. like how the Warriors lost the game? Like how the Warriors <laughs> lost in a game seven against the Cleveland Cavaliers the year before, and then Kevin Durant was brought in the year afterward, like that. But we everybody understood yeah. that that was not Kevin Durant's team. No, but the thing is, this isn't no, KD. It's, it's not, it's not, not KD's that team. That Warriors team already won without him. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's the same thing with Phoenix. It's, it's not Kevin Durant's Phoenix, team. Though. They they went to the finals without KD. No, but they went to, but they went, they went to the finals without KD. KD's there to take them over the hump. But what have they won? No, but it's it's different though because it's not different. It is different. Steph Curry at at that point of Kevin Durant joining is a unanimous MVP, a two time MVP, and an NBA champion already solidified. The Warriors are already a finals team without him. 
Let me ask you a the question. The Suns won the finals one time. Let me ask you a question. One time. Do you think that the Warriors beat that same Cleveland team that they lost to in Game Seven with Kevin Durant on their team? Do you think the Warriors with Kevin Durant still beat or beat the Cavs? That Cavs team that won in Game Seven. Do you think if Kevin Durant was on that team, they beat the they beat the Cavaliers? We're, you're asking me a question. That is not related to. No, I'm about to tell you. No, I'm about to tell you. No, it is. It I is. will answer you. your question. I will answer your question. Yes, Kevin Durant. Adding okay. Kevin Durant to a team that won 73 games will win you a game. Seven. I mean, you can add whatever yes. you want to that. I just asked. I, I will. I, I need to apply context because what you're asking me is no, without no, context. And no, I I'm, about to, I'm about to pull the rope for you. I just want you to answer the question. Do you think Kevin Durant on that Warriors team? Right, even with Draymond gone, you put him on that team for that game seven. They beat the they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Or even I will follow. I will follow up that question with a question of my own, if you don't mind me asking. <laughs> sure. Name me any player on the Phoenix Sun team, Phoenix Suns as currently constructed, of the caliber of Steph Curry. No one's gonna got it. None. I, I never zero, said anything zero. about Thank that. You. Well, what does that have to do with Thank you. Be, th- because you're telling me that. Kevin Durant is just meant to be a mercenary on this team. No, He's I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Kevin Durant was meant to be taking him over the top. That's all I said. I didn't say he was a mercenary. Yeah, this is Kevin Durant's team now. All right. Let me let me follow up. So now you, you you want to know where I was going with this. Let me pull the rope. Do you think in that game, you think in that series against the Milwaukee Bucks, if you put Kevin Durant on that Suns team, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks? Yes. Yes, because Kevin Durant okay. almost beat that Milwaukee Bucks team by himself. That's my <laughs> but that's my point. That's but, my do you know, point. but do you know why? Do you that's remember my whole what, the, point. what those Suns teams were? The players were averaging play like scoring wise. They didn't have a single person average more than twenty but, but on that you, team. But do, so even, if you bring in Kevin Durant that, to just average twenty five and be average, but even with that, you're still telling me if you put Kevin Durant on that team, they still beat that Milwaukee. Bucks but that team. is also two years ago. But 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 listen to what I'm trying to tell you though. He's meant to be the same chess piece for both of those teams. As soon as they lost to an existential talent, i.e. LeBron James, when he was going off in his thing and they went ahead and beat them in game seven, just like Giannis when he went historic, crazy basketball skills on the Phoenix Suns that series, he, he had a historic, he had a historic series. Athleticism. Not he, didn't have, he, didn't have a, he didn't have a great series. He had a historic series. No, he did. He, 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 historic did. Series. No, he did. He did. LeBron James skills, and LeBron James had a historic series too. But you know what? Like he is meant to be what he's always been for the past 10 years. That missing piece to come in and take your team over the top. He tried with Kyrie Irving to say, Hey, listen, I don't need to be that piece anymore. I can just be the foundational piece. And then I can just take us, you know, like with maybe my Batman and another person and that's it. But then he realized, you know what? This is not how the game goes. So what did he do? He said, listen, I got. if you want to put me somewhere, put me on the Suns. Well, I've been in this on. role already. This is you misunderstanding timelines again. I've you're done this already. That. He's you're done it already. That. You're, you're doing he's this all wrong. You were he's, doing this all he's wrong. Done this, he's played this game already. You're not going to talk to me he's like you already. understand the timeline when you don't understand the timeline. Wait, the you're not going to get into the timeline again because everything you're telling me is absolutely false and wrong. How is it false? <laughs> you're telling me Kevin Durant said, I, I, I'm not doing this Batman thing anymore. No, I said he decided he doesn't want to be a foundational that's piece not for what, the team. That's not why he went out. That's not what happened. What do you mean? 
you're saying that he decided that, you know what, I'm not going to be the best player. I'm not going to be the guy that teams build around anymore. That's what you're saying, the foundational piece. That is literally not what happened in Brooklyn. Okay, so At listen. All. So we're, Kevin we're, Durant went to before, Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving to be the foundational piece of that team and to have it built around him. He gone. He's he's at. He's going to the Phoenix Suns right now. He's not in that role. He's meant to take them over the top. That's what I'm trying to say. Excellent. I'm I'm glad you cleared up the same thing you've been saying that doesn't change anything that I'm saying. So, so I don't understand how Kevin <laughs> you may think he's good. just a chess piece for but this. Going forward, he is the foundational piece. That's what we're not understanding. When Chris Paul is gone, because he's probably gone after this year, you are going to find a point guard that works best with Kevin Durant, not Devin De- Booker. You don't Devin care Booker. about Devin Booker yeah, you anymore. Do. Yeah, at this you point. care about Devin Booker. You care about Devin Booker 10 years down the line. Uh, right now, you are here to maximize that's not true. The, a top five player in the that's world. That's not true. That's like that saying like exactly the, that's like saying that the Warriors Devin don't Booker take is in now Robin. Clay Thompson. Devin Booker is even though Robin. Steph is there. So wait, do you think the Warriors take into how they build the team just based on Steph Curry and not Clay Thompson? You build around that certain situation. You build around four. You don't wait, build don't, around wait, wait, just wait, four. Wait, 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 I, wait. Hold on, hold on. Do you think that, that the wait, wait? Do you think that the Warriors? build their team, this team that they've currently constructed over the years, you think that they've only built that team around Stephen Curry, or do you think they take in consideration Clay Thomas as well? No, they built around four guys in their run. The okay. Suns are Is not Clay Thompson the Warriors, one of them? So, so we're going to compare two different situations again. No, it's not two different situations. You're we're comparing apples about, and oranges again. Wait, wait, wait. Clay Thompson to me is akin, is akin to Devin Booker in this situation. That's for But he's me. not. He is. He's not. He is. When was Klay Thompson ever supposed to be the guy? Wait, wait, wait. Do you think that Klay Thompson is like like superior to Devin? Like, how much do you think Klay Thompson is superior to Devin Booker right now? Right now, not a lot because Klay stinks now. But in those (laughs) runs when they're building those teams, when they're building those teams, Klay was the arguably the best shooting guard in basketball and the best two-way player in basketball. Okay, so do you think that Devin Booker is a top five player in his position? Shooting guard in the league? Yes. 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 Yes, yes he is. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. He is. Yes. Right. So here's the thing is if you're building around that team and you say Kevin Durant is the foundational piece there, do you just build around Kevin Durant or do you build around Kevin Durant and Devin Booker? You have to build around actually everybody on that team because that's how teams are constructed. No, that's not but true. Again, you build around you build around, you build around but, Devin Booker. You don't build around Devin Booker. Right you are building to maximize your Kevin Durant window. When Kevin Durant's contract is up, he's going to be 36. Yes, that's exactly. Why. That's what I'm that's trying why to you say. Build around Kevin Durant. Right, you maximize your Kevin Durant. But that's what I'm trying to say. Is one Kevin Durant is not Kevin Durant? But Mike, you're making you're making my point for me. Is given everything that we know about his age, his whole situation right now, he's still an otherworldly talent, but you have to build around both him and Devin Booker. That's- They're both the it's not just Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is meant to take that team over the top. But I think the point that you're that you're not hearing me and Dylan, what we're saying is Kevin Durant is still the best player on that team. I, I, oh wait, I never said I never said that he wasn't and the though. foundation now. I never said that he wasn't though. And I can like, and, and I can argue with you with this though. When he was brought over to the Warriors, I think he was the best player on that team too. 
But he was never the foundation. But I think he was the best player on that team too, though. But he was never I, the foundation. I think this so is we have, very similar to this. It's very similar. That's my point. Was, I don't think it's, it's very similar. I'll tell you why it's similar, Dylan, because when he went to Golden State, he was the best player on that team. He was but the he wasn't the face of the franchise. He was Steph not Curry the was the, the face of the franchise. That's and point. in this situation, he's the, the only difference is he might be the face of the franchise. He's uh, uh, no, no, no. I don't think so. I don't know. No, Devin Booker is no, no. Devin Booker is still the face of the franchise. Devin Booker is still the face of that franchise. They are an organization that is not used to winning shit. So the second they win. Do you know who's going to who's going to be the face of that? I I can agree with you on that. If, and then if they, when he but hold on, but that means because they win the title, he's the face of that team for that, forever. But, but KD still has to ball out because no, no. If, if, KD, if if Devin Booker is going insane in the finals, Devin Booker is still going to be the face of that franchise. Yes, like, KD like, helped him yes, get to that point, but KD really, still has to put up. Let's say that he does ball out and he becomes the face of the franchise. That's still the same situation that happened in Golden State where people couldn't it's tell not, you. No, 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 After they won, after they won the first time with him, then they were like, okay, Kevin Durant is the guy that just like, they, it's unbeatable. He makes them like a historic unbeatable team. After mm-hmm. they win the second time, then it becomes, well, we can't lose Kevin Durant. Who's really, whose team is this really? And then he gets in the argument with Draymond, and then we come to realize that, oh, my God, what are they going to do? Are they going to lose Kevin Durant, or are they going to lose Draymond? And then you realize that the narrative around Steph was very, very muted. It was all Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the best player on this team. They can't lose Kevin Durant because if they lose Kevin Durant, they can't win a championship again. And then all you heard before is, oh, ever since Kevin Durant left, you know, the Warriors can't win a championship. This whole time that they won the last time was to exercise the demons that Steph couldn't win and carry that team without everyone being healthy around him. And so it was a whole big thing about him winning MVP. It wasn't for the fact that he wasn't talented enough. Well, he to was robbed MVP. of the first one. I mean, yeah, you can argue that. But, the, <laughs> but, but a lot of the talk was, Yo, this guy, this guy can't win a championship anymore if he's not if he's if he's one a playing LeBron James, and two, if everyone around that team isn't at full capacity with him, he isn't able to carry if someone went down like that. Right? Kevin Durant is the one that took them over the top. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the scenarios are very very similar. You know, but Devin Booker. But, but, but how is it taking over the top if they won already before he came? I, I don't know. No, it puts them over the top because they become the unanimous favorite and they become the fucking monsters. And now yes. you're you have a a lineup where the guy you just added isn't just a role player; he's an all time like player. Okay, I see what you're saying. Where in has, this situation, yeah. like yeah, he was the chess piece there, but there was the only people who really gave the argument that Kevin Durant might be the face of the Warriors is people who weren't like there, like in or the state, in did, the organization or the fans. Well, or anybody like Steph was always the guy, and the thing that made KD upset in there was because he knew he wasn't the guy, and then he had Draymond in his ear telling him he wasn't. Well, the guy. I don't know. I think well, he had the whole world telling him. The whole world. Listen, especially Charles Barkley. Yeah, I mean, listen. Even to this point, like Kevin Durant was literally an untouchable person on that team up until that argument with Draymond. It was literally like, oh my God, they're losing. Kevin Durant, 
this they have they can't let this happen. You know, the like, reason that, that you know, like, would have much rather lost because, Kevin than Steph. Rods, like that is literally, and you can argue, we can argue about this on another show. That might have been the greatest team ever assembled. This four, oh, I mean, I can, Hall I, of I, I can take their if, prime. If you, Why would you want to break no that? No problem up? with that. They're have never no going to lose. Take. They were beating the brakes <laughs> off of LeBron James. Oh, they were destroying. Why them. would you break that up? But listen, that's right? why they can't lose Kevin Durant. But the narrative, no one's beating them. But if that's the case, then the narrative after he left wasn't, oh man, we lost a person to take us over the top. It was, we're not even sure they can win again. Well, the problem is that after he left, everybody got hurt. And because they all remember the year they lost Kevin, they also lost Clay. And you know, you're not going to have Clay for a while after that injury. And then which means Steph a whole last season. So, and then Steph gets hurt. And so Draymond gets hurt. So and then Steph <laughs> willed them to the play in. They almost yeah. they went on a run at the end. Yeah, of the Steph season had a phenomenal. Almost game. made. People always forget about that. They were like written and that, on. And I that was about the that. origin story of this Warriors Grizzlies rivalry. Yes. By the yes. way, because it yes, was, was. Yeah, that sent them home. <laughs> ja, big mouth Durant yes but like i I agree the situations are similar but they're different in that kevin durant to i i once you get a guy like kevin durant your team you know you're gonna have for four years especially a a franchise that isn't established the way the warriors were especially because they're not coming off of a win or a finals loss they're coming out of a playoff series in which luca didwitty and jalen brunson packed them the fuck up Mm -hmm. (laughs) You now it's like okay, cool. You just brought in Kevin Durant to be the chess piece, but ch- the most valuable piece on the chessboard is what? The queen. It's the queen. So now Kevin Durant is the most important chess piece in the queen. You now build around Kevin Durant for the next four years because you have to and maximize that window. And, and Devin Booker. And, Devin Booker. But, but you're not building around Devin Booker as Batman. You're building around Devin Booker as Robin. But they come as a package. He's though. a he's a temporary Robin. Because at the end of the day, in four years, Durant's going to be 30. That's not very temporary. It is still temporary because in four years, Durant's going to be 38 and ready to leave the game. In four years, Devin Booker's still going to be in his prime at 30. Kevin Durant's not going to be 36 in four years. Kevin Durant's already 34, going to be 35. Where are you getting this 36 from? No, I got my numbers wrong. That's fine. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like Kevin Durant is going to be a person that they're going to be a focal point, but let's not he is discount the, the fact he, that Devin Booker me, is also in this equation here. No, Devin Booker's in piece. the equation because you when you have guys under contract, you have to build a team around everybody. It's not just he's on the so contract, it's because he's it's literally he's really a top good. five person at his it's position. Really yeah, he's, he's really good. good. And guess what? what he is, is a Robin now. Don't, don't let the hamstring. Don't let the hamstring fool you, Dev. I think we need to get rid of the stigma of categorizing these guys like a Batman and Robin because I think they could be Batman A and Batman B, honestly. So they need to really stop. They need to stop. The totem pole of these players. No, but I do agree with that. Kevin Durant is fucking Superman (laughs) on this team now. (laughs) And Devin Booker is fucking Batman. You can't can't have Chris Ball is fucking Aquaman. You can't have a Batman and a Clark Kent. Like, you can't do that. Like, no, because that Batman (laughs) Batman is the hero. Clark Kent is the guy who works for the fucking newspaper. (laughs) I I mean, listen, man. Like, We'll see, but I, I honestly think the Suns, if you're building around this Phoenix Suns team for the next five to ten years, you're building around 
both Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, and they're going to sit down at the table just like Kyrie and Kevin sat down at the table, and they're going to be like, hey, guys, I'm what do you need? Right What's going to happen? Was not at that table. <sighs> Wait, Kyrie what? was at that table. Kyrie was at the table year one and then was not allowed back at that table. I don't know, man. Kyrie was at that table. Kyrie was at that table. Until they had to. Until they had to physically move him out the table. There's the a reason that Kevin Durant was the guy talking. Now, the way the Suns are currently like trying to construct this playoff push is literally just guys Kevin Durant likes. I love the Suns team. I think even I think while Chris Paul is even maybe considering um, retiring because he's I think I think I think he even (laughs) I think if they win, I think he leaves. Right. But I also think that he might come back after that, too, for like you'd have to come back on a discount. Small money. Yeah, he'll come back for small money. He'll come back for small money to to He's repeat. Horrible this year. That's why no, I think I think if they win it all, he'll retire. I really want him. He's to win don't look like that. He's been terrible. He's been terrible. I am. He's been I'm terrible. I'm baffled by you, Dylan. He's been terrible. I, I think I think CP3. I really want him to win a championship. He has his moments where he, he has his moments where he does little like borderline dirty stuff, but CP3 yeah. still. I'm still a big fan of Chris Paul. He's just one bad. thing. One thing he needs to, and you know what. I'm not going to go there, Mike. Uh, you know, Dylan, you're a prisoner I'm not going to. It's I'm not going to like really show. I'm, I'm talking gonna... about right now. I'm talking about this year, right now. Chris Paul's not been good. I'm sorry. Chris Paul would already have. Yeah, a but to say he's washed is is to say you can say oh right he's now, playing bad. He's this, no, you can say he's playing bad this season. But the call of player washed goes beyond the own um, temporary movement. He should already have Dylan, a championship in purple Dylan, and gold. You know who was washed this year? Tom Brady. Chris Paul is not playing like Tom Brady. <laughs> Chris Paul has career lows in many statistical categories. Is he playing as bad as Tom Brady did? No. Okay. But it's also a different sport. And when you're <clears throat> used to a guy playing at a high level, extremely high level, he's and not then they have a big fall off. Not washed. Kind of he's not washed. I don't think Chris Paul has been playing at a high level. Also not he's, 40. Such a, he's, such a, he's such a harsh, harsh critic, though. He's not washed. Yeah, hot, like, Chris Paul is also not 45. To say that Chris Paul has, um, is not playing at a high level when he hasn't played last at a year high was level. me saying Chris Paul wasn't playing great. This year is worse than last year, so <laughs> then you you kind of get the the washed comments. Chris Paul Chris hasn't Paul played at a high level since like year. Houston, or probably or no. his highest. Man, Charlotte, level, man. Okay, okay. I mean, Houston, here, yeah, yeah, he was on the Suns. That he was on I the Suns having a great with season. You that Chris Paul should have been MVP. No, was it two or three years ago that Suns he had a great year? I think on this, yeah, Suns. two years ago, yeah, they yeah, went to the finals. Chris Paul yeah. should have won the MVP, yeah, yeah, Chris well, Paul had a great been in the conversation, year. but yeah, he was balling and say then he, was, he dropped off. I still wouldn't say he was playing at a high level. I've seen Chris Paul at a high level, I think that he was just playing. No, I see Chris Paul at a level. His, his, his veteran status and an IQ was showing through completely i wouldn't say he was playing at a high level high level chris paul is him leading the nba in steals like he used to leading the nba and assists as well as well as running the team and getting everybody high percentage plays and making players have the highest field goal percentage in the nba he hasn't done that in years that's high level chris paul well here's that's where we'll disagree because that's i when you're an all-time guy high level basketball is just good basketball to your normal guy when you're a a all-time point guard that is elite level, Chris Paul. That is Chris Paul mm-hmm. at peak peak. Chris and we can Paul, agree that last year, Chris Paul was high injured. Level. 
And we can agree, like last year, Chris Paul was injured. He gets injured a lot. Last year, he, was, Paul, yeah, he does get injured a lot. Like last year, Chris Paul agreed that last year, points and 11 assists a game. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't bad at all. What are we doing? 14 <laughs> and 11 last year. You know why? Because triple doubles happen. Triple doubles happen like it's nothing now. Triple doubles happen like it's nothing now. You know, we're not we're not gonna, we're not going to speak out. All these people are just randomly having like triple doubles out of nowhere. Like it's, it's not nothing. all these people. It's because Joker and Westbrook do it every night that we think it's all these people. It's Joker and it's. I mean, Josh um, Giddy almost had a freaking triple double average. Yeah, that's Josh Giddy. Like, like, you know, like, it's gonna, pretty good. It's one, you know, those Josh guys okay. getting once in a while, like, we're desensitized okay. because Josh Russ did Josh it Giddy for is two cool. seasons. His he's play okay. style is a facilitator. Josh Giddy is okay. He's a big yeah, I mean, and he's young, so that's why I say he's pretty page. good. Yeah. yeah. That's the type of basketball he plays. But I mean, like, like you know, we've been numb to that because, like you mentioned, like you know, like there's been guys that just like seem to just pop up and do these things, and we take it for granted, right? Take it for granted, we take it for granted, yeah, right? The game, the the game evolves, so we see things that that was unfathomable at one point in time, or when we would see it, it's like wow to see it consistently, and then players that adapt and the game that evolves and then we start to see it with younger and younger and younger players now we're starting to say ah, i mean we see triple doubles all the time now guys that's your hard as hell go out there and get 10 rebounds mm-hmm. alone and 10 assists and 10 mm-hmm. points it's hard mm-hmm. no you're right yeah i i completely agree and so like again like i think because of all these like athletic monsters that are popping up up and down around the league I think we come to forget that guys like, you know, Devin Booker is out here still with the ability to drop 60 on somebody's head top. That's that's a guy you build around. That's a guy you got to build around, actually. And then you get a guy who is significantly better than him. No, and you build around both of them. That was my point. Yeah. It was always my point. You build around both of them. You just don't build around Kevin Durant. Yeah, but just saying Kevin Durant isn't a foundational piece of the Suns going forward is crazy. I mean – no, he, he definitely crazy. is a foundational piece. I mean, he wasn't brought over there, I think, right now in this case, to be the foundational piece. I think he was brought over there to take them over the top and win the championship. So for this season, we'll say he's here to take them over the top, and then going forward for the next three years remaining on his contract, then he's a foundational piece. I mean, it, it will it will end up like that, but it's not just him and then just – I mean, so what are we talking about? I'm just talking. You said it was if just it's going to end up being that because you said it was we, just him. We, and we, we don't, just and wasted Devin Booker, twenty minutes. We no, wasted twenty minutes no, to go into this no, full circle no, no, no. of you saying, "Oh well, no, yeah, he's going to no. end up being a foundational piece." No, no. Look at that. Don't mitigate it. Here we it. are. What, don't what? It. Here we are. You said Devin what? Booker was chopped liver, basically. That's what you were saying. <laughs> he's not chopped liver. He's not, but com- when you compare a guy who's not a top five basketball player in the world to a guy who is a top five basketball player in the world, more likely than not, you're going to toss that other guy to the side because he is, in fact, chop liver to the guy who is a top five <laughs> basketball player in the world. But that's that's not fair because Kevin any did. team Kevin that you drop Devin Booker. Kevin Durant's absolutely Durant's top, top five. five. Absolutely top five. He might see. be on the outside, right on the outside of that. Let me think. Let me think. You're going to argue that, but I'm quick. not. Let me do it real quick. <laughs> he might be no right on the outside of that. I think he might be sixth or seventh. I don't think he's top five. <laughs> also, and this is not to be funny. I think he's like six or seven also because he hasn't been playing. 
Well, being a top five player is based off of you being healthy. And when Kevin Durant was healthy, go find me somebody as efficient. I have I have four. I'm trying to figure out who the fifth one is. I have four. That me and Dylan continue to have because we had the fifth one is. Joel Embiid was fifth for me. Yeah, Joel. Joel's up there for me. He's one of my four. I have Joel. So who is the top five again? So I have Joel Giannis. I have I have Joel Giannis Joker. And I have um, who did I just have just now at the top four? Joel, Giannis, Joker, and I had Embiid, right? You said Joel. You said Joel. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Joel. Sorry, Joel. So Giannis, uh, we're universal here because I don't think anybody here is Joker, not going to say Giannis, ja, Joker, and I had Ja, and I had Ja, Embiid. Those are three. I had Ja. Ja. I'm John in the top five. Tatum is fourth. Tatum is Tatum is fourth. Oh, that's it. Then Tatum's my that's my five. That's the five. So are we doing right now or when healthy? Uh even if I was right now. I would I I would swap Ja with when healthy. Ooh, that's good too. Luca. Yeah, I would swap Ja with Donji. That's right. But this is hard for me because I think Ja and I think I think Luca has the the it's the triple double thing for Luca that who would you rather have on your team? Tough. That's I think I might tough. take Luca. I think I might take Luca. I'll take Luca. I'll take Shake Luka. your head, James, but it's Luca. Yeah, no. that's my five. That's my five right now. Luca, Joel, Giannis, Joker, and um, I'm missing someone. I keep doing that. Who am I missing? Well, I I, maybe the person that you're missing is who's number five for me, which is Steph Boogie. That's, that's number five for me. Well, and then we're and talking about when healthy because he's not healthy. healthy. Well, he's no, not. I'm talking about when healthy. He's five. KD is six. Well, let's talk about this year. Just, just this year. Just for this year, though. Tatum, Tatum. That's what I'm saying. Tatum. That's the last one I keep getting. So where does KD stand on? Like, is he top ten? Like, he's within the top ten. He's six. He's definitely top ten. He'd probably be six or seven. For me, I'm sorry, Dylan. He's always going for this season. He's been six for me, and I've been saying that since the first half. So, so do you have him over Tatum? Me? Who? Oh, uh, KD. Me Who are you talking to? So the, you, James. Do I have KD over Tatum? Mm-hmm. No. So on my top five that was, was that okay. My top five was uh, no order in particular. Is it's Giannis, it's Tatum, it's Embiid, it's um, it's Giannis, Tatum, Embiid, um, Luca. Damn, I just lost track. Joker. And Joker. Joker. Sorry. Honestly, That's I have KD at number seven. Seven? Yeah. I, I think I, I, I'll put Dame Lillard at number six right now. Oh, for Dame, this year. Oh, too. my God, because he scored 70? No, not because he You're scored 70. You're doing that 70. thing again? You're doing that thing no, again? Not cause he scored, not, no, not because he scored 70. Oh, He's been, my God. Dude's been literally balling out of his mind. He's been like, balling out, but he's not. He's so now if we're playing, now if we're so playing the game Dylan, of um, right Anthony's now, doing, Katie's Anthony's not healthy. doing that thing oh. that he always does when somebody I, I, I goes off. But I'm not gonna lie to you, Dame might have been might be the best point guard in the league this year. Not, I'm, not yeah. gonna lie, so you didn't have to do that because Anthony made a good point. You didn't have to do that. Uh, he is, uh, he's been playing out of his mind. That's the perfect point. Damn, he's he's averaging 40 points. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. He's averaging 40 points. Yes, forget it. Forget it. 
No, but don't forget his 70 point game. Let him go. Let him go. Wait, forget forget his 70 point game. Look at his look at his scoring streak the past 10, 11, 13 games. He's averaging 40 points a game. Yeah. And come yeah. on now. Yeah. Like, you gotta you gotta give Dame Dollar his credit, man. I mean, nobody else does. I mean, somebody has to do it. <laughs> like, like, Dylan, is in the, <laughs> Dylan is on the website. <laughs> The great thing is, the great thing is, is we're gonna be able to debunk this because Kevin Durant's gonna suit up very, very, very soon. I heard. Yeah, I heard uh, Friday. And yeah, it, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. No, actually, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, very, very. Yeah, they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna beat up on the Hornets. And I think you know, the desert. You might not want to come in there. The <laughs> desert might be like that valley out there. It might be rough. It might be rough valley. It's going go in into that arena. It was already crazy in that arena during the during playoffs. The finals, yeah, during oh the finals, my God. I couldn't believe it was crazy. in Phoenix. Uh, Lucas seems to love going to the desert. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> couldn't believe it was in Phoenix. <laughs> Lucas is just, Luca is just, he's just, I don't know it's what funny. it is about this dude. He just goes, if, the, if he's like a severe underdog, he just goes out here and just like kills these teams. He killed the Clippers. You know, like these guys just killing the Suns. Like he just goes out and just you, you expect him to be the winner and stuff, and he's like, yeah, he just plays his own. There's a question. With that Are seventy-one any- point game, Damian Willard um, was averaging thirty-seven over his last ten. Oh, I'm sorry. Seven over ten. And Dude, if you, if you take the seventy-one point <laughs> game away, I'm sorry. His season average of thirty-three. I- I'm sorry. My bad. 33 points a game is kind of crazy. Though. But that's, that's also that's me lot. not counting the goose egg because of the DMP. But that's crazy, that. though. That's crazy, though. But I won't do that. <laughs> 33 points at the at the point guard is kind of crazy, though. That's, but it's I'm not crazy, crazy because that's what he's the point the guard is point, now. He's been the best point guard in basketball. Scoring. I, oh, the point I guard dare you to find me a better What point guard, guard is averaging 33 points a game? Hold, please. <laughs> the, the only point guard that I want to hear, though, the only point guard I want to even hear is Luca a point guard? Ja. No, he's not. No, he's not. Even though he is the starting point guard of the Dallas Mavericks, uh, he's, a combo, <laughs> he's a combo guard. But okay, fine. Is if he listed? If you go to point guards, is he there? If no. you want to, if you want to, he's I mean, whatever, whatever. That's why I'm asking. To. No, I'm saying you could say, oh yeah, he's starting at point guard, but when you go to Rankings. If you and go to, is, if is I were to go to ESPN right now, uh, they have him ranked as a point guard. He's point guard. He is a point guard. All right. Is Luca? Luca's a point guard. He's averaging. Yeah, he's technically a point guard. Thirty-three points a game. So there's one other person. I mean, we. I can, I can keep looking if you'd like. Yeah, but we already have Luca. Did you Luka. Like purposely look for Luca, or did you just? But like, we have Luca. No, I, no, I, I said Luca because I knew off the top of my head Luca averages thirty-three points a game. Okay, but you weren't sure he was a point guard, though. That's what I'm saying. Are we calling him a point guard? Because yeah, he's a point guard. He's a point guard. He's literally what what they do is he is a point guard. I mean, that's what I said. You can just you can use Luca. It's fine. I think that's fine. You know, I think Josh is a point guard too. Right? I mean, I didn't think Luca. Was Luca playing the point when Dinwiddie was there? Because yes, because Dinwiddie was yeah, he was yeah Dinwiddie's Dinwiddie was the off guard yeah yeah that's right he might I mean yeah I mean that's a good not point. thirty Ja averages twenty seven 
Yeah. yeah, he's not averaging 30. He's the only one I could think that was close enough in my mind. Outside of him, maybe I'm thinking of... I mean, who else? At the one? What's on? What's what's Kyrie doing? Twenty seven. He's in Kyrie's the twenty seven. He's definitely twenty. He's definitely in the twenties. Kyrie's in the twenties. Because mm. Shaq, Gilgis, Alexander. Mm. Thirty one. He's been having a great year too. That would be my argument <laughs> against it's best point guard in basketball right now has been him. Shy. Shy's been Shy. awesome. Shy's been awesome. Yeah, I don't know about awesome. be- I don't know about best point guard. No, but like if we're gonna talk about the best like point guard in basketball, he deserves to be in that conversation. But oh, as, yeah, much yeah. As, Jay, as much as Mike would hate this, James Harden also deserves to be in that conversation. I mean, if we're putting everybody on <laughs> point guard, then we can oh. <laughs> but James Harden is actually I, a point guard. Uh, wow. He is actually My a point God. guard. <laughs> Why is that so crazy when James Harden he has played two guard for most of his career that I would consider him a two guard. He has, he has played two guard, guard combo, in years. He's a combo. He's a combo. He's he's a two guard guard the NBA and... But why are y'all getting offended that I'm saying he's a two guard when we've seen him play two guard? Like, what are we getting? He's a combo guard. He's a combo guard. They since the year he he led the team in assists on the Rockets. He hasn't played two guards, yeah, and it's the, been it's been well, like seven he, years, Mike. He had to play the it's two been like seven years. He had Russ and Chris Paul, but that's it's been like seven years, Mike. But it's been Come a while, on, man. <laughs> if that's your argument, that is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous, James. You know he's a two guard. You know he's a two guard. He is a that plays both, guard, bro. He plays both it's, positions. What? what all right, before this positions. season, before doesn't Giddy play the point guard as well too? Sometimes Giddy, 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 he's a point forward. Yeah, right. He plays the point forward. Let me ask you a question, yeah. Before this season, what position did Ben Simmons play on before um before the Brooklyn Nets? He did forward. that same point forward. No, same he was the point guard. He was the point guard. Point but that point forward. Point he was point guard. He was the point guard. He was the point guard. They didn't play him at the four. Not only has the ball when he has another point guard on the floor with him. Like, that's what, what I'm asking. So are he we are we considering LeBron James a point guard then? Is that point what we're doing? He's not the point guard. He does the exact same thing. No, he was not listed. He does the exact same thing guard. as Ben Simmons. This is oh, why he wasn't as listed this is, this is why as the point guard. So that's what we're doing. He wasn't listed. But as Ben was listed guard, as a so point guard, wasn't he? Yes. Ben was. That's the argument I'm making. That's why I said James Harden hasn't played. Two guard in years because he's not listed yep. there. Because he's listed there. That's that's your argument. He's, that's where he's listed. Okay, that was my. I, 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 this is why I just asked Dylan what position is Luca listed as, right, Dylan? Then I asked that point guard. That's so that's what he is. That. He's he's also not a point blurred forward. lines. He's a, blurred he's lines. Well, Luca actually is literally the point guard in the lineup. Six seven. <laughs> they. He Magic Johnson was six nine. Magic Johnson was six guard because he's listed as point guard. Magic Johnson was six foot nine and was a point guard. Yes, that's correct. Penny Hardaway was six foot eight and was listed at point guard. Correct. correct. Ben Simmons is six foot ten. So then we're going to call LeBron James a point guard. Then he's the greatest point guard. When was the last time LeBron James was listed as a point guard? I don't care what he's listed as. 
That's what I'm telling you. I don't care what he's that's listed an as. Y'all are opinion, hanging on what he's listed as. Y'all are holding on well, no, to I'm what he is listed as. I'm as hanging that's it on the end where in the basketball lineup he is playing, that's who an he's playing defense on, who he's playing attacking on offense. I'm going to say this. Position. I'm going to say this. And you're telling me LeBron isn't. But they are because LeBron isn't <laughs> listed as does point LeBron guard. play? When they, I'm about to say point guards, exactly. Or when they, all, all you have to ask yourself is when they do the intros in the game, what are they listed as? <laughs> <laughs> when they come out for the intro, Guys, starting. Y'all want to have? Y'all want to play this literal hey, stuff? Hey, hey, hey when you turn on it. 2K and they show the list of the players oh, next to each other, go to 2K cool. now. Oh, where are they? Who's the point guard? That's not fair though, because you can you can do some funny stuff in 2K. You know, you can right before the game starts. You know, what I'm saying? I used to play LeBron James nah, nah, small at point guard in fucking now. Go to uh, 2K Absolutely. 14, and go just sit Mario now. Chalmers' sad ass down. Starting <laughs> point guard, Battier. <laughs> the Allen LA Lakers, Allen Battier, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I can put guys yeah. in whatever position I want to. But, you know, whatever. Matthew it matters where they're listed. It really does. <laughs> Granted, we acknowledge a point forward as something different because they so, still play the so forward position. The game in the NBA Finals in Magic Johnson's rookie year when he started at center. He, he was the center. He, so he, he didn't center. run the point that game, though? He, at what? times he did. At times. He was listed mm. at the center, <laughs> center position. But that still goes back to your point of LeBron being the forward of the team and playing the point in the game. But he's not the point guard listed on the team. When you look Did at you know the Ben Simmons has started stash. games at point guard and then got subbed in to play center this year. LeBron plays center too. Yeah, he's he's also the greatest center of all time. Ross, you didn't know that. So what? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what are you I talking will not give about? You that. Play center, you that. He plays power forward, small forward, uh, everything but point guard. LeBron LeBron's pro- if if guard. if LeBron played his whole career at center, he's probably a top ten center. No, but yes, absolutely. Kick no. uh, kick uh, what's his face out that Anthony loves to defend? Oh Fucking, God, uh, uh, oh. George Mikey, kick George Mikey the fuck out. Of oh, oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say Will. No, George Mike. How would he kick Wilt out? No, fuck Will, but no, Wilt is a top ten. Come on, come on. Like get George Mike the fuck out of there. No, but these these greatest all time lists are like it's the same thing when it pertains to like hip hop, sports, and all that. It's like, what are you going off of? Like, are you going off of just talent, or are you going off of talent and influence? Like. You know, it depends on what you're going on. I, I don't give a fuck about influence when I'm ranking how good a player is. Some Why do people I give do. a fuck? I don't. I don't give a I mean, fuck about his influence. Guy does. This guy does. Wait, 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 wait. What do you use, Dylan? <laughs> I, don't... I use tape and... and I use stats. Okay. I don't use influence. George Mikey was the first center. That's why he's always in Anthony's top 10 everything. Who fucking cares? He can't name the first point guard. I mean, he, he still played good ball, too. He, he, wasn't, he, he, wasn't just, he didn't just have one. He he's just not had, better he than Dwight had... Howard. And he's not better than Dwight Howard. Are his, number, are his numbers better than Dwight Howard? No, they're not. Then, yeah, he's not better than Dwight Howard. 
<laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I'm not comparing somebody. It's, it's very simple to me. I'm not comparing. It's very I'm simple to me. I'm not comparing somebody. Wait, 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 Anthony. Anthony that's wait, it. It's as simple as that. It's just that simple, Russ. It's just that simple. It's that simple, man. Oh, so LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. No, because he's not. Because I already provided those stats. <laughs> How is he not the best, sir? Because I provided the stats and he's not better than Michael Jordan. That LeBron James is not the best basketball player we've ever seen. Does he have more? Does he have more championships than Michael Jordan? That's the only stat. Does he have more finals MVPs than Michael Jordan? Does he have more finals MVPs than Michael Jordan? Does he have more points than Michael Jordan? Does he have more finals MVPs than Michael Jordan? No. Okay, does he have more defensive player of the years than Michael Jordan? No. Okay. Yeah, does, he have, does he have more all defensive all defensive um stats than Michael Jordan? Does he? Does he have more all, all defensive? All defensive Was he team? did he did he make the all defensive team more than Michael Jordan? No. Okay. All right. Listen, but that's my point is they all start coming in, and you can pick a bunch of stats from both Mike's career and LeBron's career. So far, the good thing is LeBron's career is still not over, so he can always make up the ground. But there comes a time when the big, heavy hitter stats come out. And, I mean, this one's huge, though, right? Like, leading all-time in scoring is another one of those huge stats, right? That where, for me, it's like, mm, I feel like if he wins another one, then I think he's better than Mike. If he wins another championship, he's better than Mike because Mike is not the all-time leading scorer. That's a huge, huge domino that Mike can't do anything about. I don't care what Ant says. If he wins number five, I can give him that. But number four, come on, man. You know, like, you're still like Timmy. You're still like near Timmy, and you're not even near like, you know what I'm saying? You're still this, this still, all right. He can be Here's the great problem with he can be the greatest po- he, all right. Out. He can be the greatest power forward ever. That's fine with me. I can take out 100 percent. So he, he has more points than Michael Jordan, right? Uh-huh. He has more rebounds than Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, okay. He has more assists than Michael Jordan, right? Okay. He has more three pointers than Michael Jordan, right? Yes. I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, probably. He does. I don't know, but I'm willing to bet if Dylan checks right now, he'd have more steals than Michael Jordan. Those yeah. are the five major categories, are they not? Okay. He has more than him in all five of those categories. In the regular season. He has more playoff points than Michael Jordan. He has more playoff rebounds than Michael Jordan. He has more playoff assists than Michael Jordan. He has more playoff game winners than Michael Jordan. He has more series wins than Michael Jordan. He has Uh more playoff wins than Michael Jordan. He Uh has more finals appearances than Michael Jordan. Can I ask you a question? He has more conference finals appearances than Michael Jordan. Wait, when Michael Jordan went to the finals, how many times did he win? Does anybody have a mic? Basketball is a. Can we get a mic drop here? No, wait, wait, no, no, no. Can no, we get a mic stop, drop here? Stop, 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 stop. There's been no. There's been plenty of teams over the course of the history of the NBA, right? How many of those said teams have won the finals every time one person has entered the finals? Detroit how many? How many? 
Detroit Pistons. So the Detroit Pistons won every single time they went to the finals, right? Yeah, oh, my Isaiah God. Thomas, Thomas, Detroit Pistons. How many times no, they, they did. The they didn't win every time they went yeah. to the NBA finals. They lost to the Spurs. Actually, you're right, James. The Pistons are three and zero. Are they the greatest franchise in history? They beat the Bulls, the Celtics, and the um the Lakers. They're undefeated three times. Sorry, they lost the to the Spurs. Beat the Lakers twice, and they beat Portland. They lost to they lost they to the lost Spurs to the in the finals. Oh, how, how you forget that? They went to the finals the year is undefeated going to the finals, guys. Correct. What are talking right? about and here? how many does Isaiah have? How many does Isaiah have? Two. Huh? How many does Isaiah have? Answer Isaiah, the question. He's undefeated going to the own finals, right? Correct. But I'm asking you how many did Isaiah have? Two. Two or he has three or two. 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 All right. Now let's roll back the clock a little bit. How many does Michael Jordan have? Yeah, six. How many times has Michael Jordan gone to the finals? And won? six. Cool. How many MVPs has he won in the finals? Six. Six. Okay. All right. You asked the question. You said how many times? How many times has a player done that? And I was just giving you a response to that question. And I said, fine. And I said, let's rewind the clock. And I said, how many does Isaiah have? How many does? I'm trying, I'm trying to try my, my now now my next question is is now where's the context of asking that prime that on um, first question because the the point I was trying to make is Mike said it's a team sport and I agree with him right and then I said well how many teams in NBA history have gone undefeated and you gave me the I gave Detroit you Pistons you gave me mm-hmm. 18 the Detroit Pistons so as of right now we can name only two teams I'm sure Dylan is looking up to see if there's I'm any more other it. teams but I will be very clear on this. It's not very apparent. It's not very obvious. And I would argue that you could probably count it on one hand. There's been one person out of all those teams that have gone six times and have won not only six times, he's also won finals MVP six times. That's 100%. Now let me bring a parallel to you. Joe Montana has won every single time he's going to the Super Bowl. 100%. I'm sure there have been players, whether it's been one time, two times, or three times in the history of the NFL that have gone to the, play, gone to the Super Bowl and won it. They've never won it five times. Even though both teams, both sports, are all team sports. It does mean something that you win every single time as the as person, team. as the person, as the number one player on both a squads. Team. Name <coughs> me any playoff series, any final series that Michael Jordan wasn't Are the best home? player on the entire, on now, the let entire me ask court. You. Where? When? Let me, what, finals, now, what final series? While now, while Dylan looks that up, I have a question for you, Dylan. Do, are there um, are there stats on how many times Joe Montana played in a postseason and didn't make it to the Super Bowl? Of course, there's stats on that. What does that have to do with what I said, though? Because we tend to forget Michael's failures when we recognize. No, 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 no. Because I didn't, yeah. I didn't talk about Michael's failures. I'm, I'm well aware of Michael's failures. No, but we ignore it. Well, I didn't. Yeah. No, I'm not ignoring anything. I'm asking well, you. Why didn't you mention them? Because I'm talking about the finals. Because he has no failures in the finals. 
But the that's, so that's, 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 that's the only time when it matters. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Again, let's, re- let's rewind the clock because I was very The Bulls are the only team to never lose in the finals. Thank you. Ever. So let's let's as that, a team who has made the finals more than one time. Let's make that very clear. That's so, so now, the minimum now, is at least two appearances to qualify for that. All right. So let's make that very clear. He's also done it twice, two three peats. He's done two three peats and still been the best player on the court. And LeBron James has been the best player on the court, arguably, in the majority, and you can even argue all of them, that he's gone to the finals. Yet he's still lost. Mm -hmm. He's not 100%. Michael Jordan was always the best player on the court in every single final series. That he also played in. an era where GMs were fucking stupid. Okay, no, 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 it's time out. Time oh, out, time out. God. We're no, not going to give this. Let's give context. Oh, right? No, 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 that's garbage. That's the same rhetoric. That's the same rhetoric. That's garbage. You know why? You know why? Because at the time, these players were just basically just like inside of their parents. Like they weren't even a thought. So even the players that we know right now weren't even alive. And you got to play who's in front of you. And you play. I mean, they can't fast forward and just be like, "Hey, let me just drop." Wilt inside of this time Wilt's frame. Wilt's bad LeBron, because he like, got dogged walked by one player. I mean, Bill Russell. Career. Bill That's Russell's a, Will but Bill Russell's. Bad. But Bill Russell's also. But it's not just one player. It's Bill Russell. One player. It's Bill Russell. It's Bill Russell. I'm trying to say the Celtics. That his entire career. That argument is hollow because it's not hollow. It's hollow because it's not hollow because even when he was on the in Philadelphia, dog walked by the Celtics. But what I'm trying to say is, is like dog walked by the Celtics. You play was in front of and then Lakers dog walked by the. How do you like listen? He actually listen, won. Listen, how do you won. know? T- how do you know? Ten years, like, do you think Will Chamberlain knows? Like, thirty years from now, LeBron James is going to be that guy that comes in the league and just basically is the that best has player? no context to anything in which I'm saying. It does because you're it saying doesn't. that you're saying that he played against um inferior talent, but that's the talent that's there. <laughs> like, that's, no, it's not. I'm know, not saying he played. You, so let me, if you let me establish my argument, then maybe we could know what I'm fighting for. And not just assume I'm saying so he ahead, played against ahead. trash so, cans. So, so go ahead. What, what's the point of saying so that? So in the entire 90s, there was only three good GMs in the entire fucking 80s and 90s. Let's go there. There's only three good GMs the entire time that are able okay. to build through the draft or acquisitions. So we're going to go ahead and, one, never really let people become free agents uh-huh. because their contracts were long as shit. Only three teams drafted correctly in the Lakers, the Celtics, and the Bulls Okay. in order to have dynasties. Whenever free agents came, they, ne- they were only role players. You never went and you built around uh, – you never let went and let superstars come and join other superstars the way they do now, Okay. right? So from the entire 2000 and, let's say, six, right before they start to really establish this super team era in the current – NBA, which and, we know and now, going, and dealing with other teams like that, and dealing with more teams who are one. You have, I think, close to ten teams in the last twenty years 
who have decided to, hey, we're just going to get the best superstars and put them on one team where you had GMs who wouldn't even think about trying to go and pair up a Magic and a Bird. A Scottie Pippen, who, again, people like to forget, is a top 25 player of all time and the second best player of that generation was on his team. So you were never able to go and package your guys. Let's say you go to the Supersonics, right? Well, since they faced the Supersonics once, you had Gary Payton, you had Sean Kemp drafted, but you didn't go and get them a third guy of the caliber of a Dennis Rodman because you were not. And we're not going to sit here and lie that Detlef Shrimp is the same caliber of player of Dennis Rodman. No, but that's just not how GMs and how the league operated. So now you have to evolve the game into a space that it wasn't was where at that time the only the bulls were because dennis rodman becomes available and the only team to match up to go and get him to add to this team that is already great are the bulls yeah but but are you arguing like this will be clear i'm arguing that front offices didn't try to build a team to beat mike they decided to be stubborn and say that the teams that they had we're good enough to do better. it when they were. So, so you're so you're arguing that the state of basketball was inferior than it is to it where it is now. Yes. Right? yes. Let me. Yes. Let, all right. Let me. Let me retort with this. In order to evolve, there has to be a reason. There has to be some type of catalyst. Correct. Yeah, and that catalyst as to how the uh-huh. NBA changed was LeBron James. All right. No. 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 So. The, the game changes over time. It's not just LeBron James is here. The game is automatically changing. That wouldn't be a fair That's and, not and what a truthful said, argument. So. But I'm just saying, like, again, right, in order to evolve, you must have something as a template to evolve from, right? And if at the time, right, like we have 4K, we have all these other things, that evolves from the fact that we had 480p as the best thing that was going at some time, right? So where I'm going with this is, you're saying that the state of basketball was worse, but to them that was just the state of basketball. That was the best because thing because nobody they had. decided that. <laughs> hey, this team just won three in a row. Let's uh, fuck stop them by um, go and get better. Than but see, that's but see, that's revisionist history. It, it is what it is, right? And then things evolve from there. Nobody so, knows what you don't. But know, at some though. point, that's but also, thing. I also say this: at some point, there wasn't even a three-point line. So are you telling me that Whoa. the guys – No, 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 no. Listen, but listen. Are you saying that the guys who were there at that moment who wanted to play basketball and were NBA players should just say, you know what? We should probably have another form of scoring. Let's just pack up our bags and let's just go ahead and sit home until Do they GMs evolve into something. Do have that power to change that? Or but GM, but no, GMs they don't. come and go. But listen, listen. Before, and that's the problem. But, but but the thing is, but Dylan, they're the GMs for that isn't time. The problem, my problem, isn't with the 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 league as a whole. My problem is with the team structure of the basketball. Team structure is what it is at that time. What do you want them to do? So the, that's all they know. <laughs> and even when they decided to kind of like change it up and figure it out, they went and they got guys who were washed to join together and never played. It's like saying how come in the 1990s there wasn't 4K TV? What's wrong with them? Don't they don't they think 480 Technology sucks? and team building are a little different. No, technology is akin to like human evolution. You're talking about human beings being in positions to do the best that they can. So it's why like is doing it the best that when they can? A guy comes but, around 10 years later. Because it's 10 years later. Uh, no, no, let me let me finish my 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 thought process. <laughs> 
a guy who comes around 10 years later and is doing the same exact thing, dominance, you then decide to change the blueprint of how a team is built. But that's not fair because the league but has been changing. Very fair but no, because, because the, the league team was that changing. started that is the Boston Celtics. Listen, the league was changing between that 10-year gap. It's not say the league was just static. That's not true. The league has been changing in those 10 years in between. On how teams it, were structured? No, I'm trying to tell you the state of the game. Like in order for something to happen. My problem is not the state of the game. My problem is the state of team building. And but, the team, but team building evolves too. Team building evolves too. The idea that that the nineties GMs decided to construct teams the way teams constructed to face LeBron James, the way they constructed to face Michael Jordan. But they didn't. They they and that's my problem. The way they were. That's my problem. That's not all Mike. That's not. I'm not saying that's all Mike. I'm not saying that's the game. Like that doesn't diminish the fact that exactly. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's a difference in eras, and that's why the whole six for six in the NBA Finals is stupid. Because Mike never played. Stupid. Because Mike never played (laughs) the 2017 Golden State Warriors. Well, how could he? They don't exist. They don't don't exist. It's talent, so it's just such a collection of talent, ladies and gentlemen. Collection of talent that was put together by a GM in the modern era. Wow. Every time my, LeBron James has been to the finals, he has faced a team constructed to beat epic him. level reach. Constructed. Yeah, I understand, this is, this is, I understand wow. this argument now. At first, it was kind of hard to follow it. I understand it now, but um, yeah. I every mean, team. Every team that LeBron has had issues with was constructed to beat LeBron James and the team that is there. There is not a single team that Michael Jordan faced in his career that was constructed to beat him. Yeah, they just happened to be a pretty good team, and it was like, all right, we're rolling the dice because we know we're going to. So, but you, but you started off by saying that it's the GM. It's it's the GM's fault and their fault for not doing and taking opportunity that they had to construct the team. The problem is, but they basketball, didn't. So they didn't choice. know that they could go and try to get better than Michael Jordan. Okay, so now you're blaming them for not knowing something that they should have known, but they don't. You don't know what you don't know. Poor GM work, poor roster construction. That's oh, my problem with relative it. to now. <laughs> like so, at the time, relative though, to they at felt the time. it was adequate, and no one was saying that they were terrible for doing that. They're lucky I wasn't watching. But again, your art, you, your, the <laughs> argument that you're doing is also, and I bring it back to the whole like they play against trash can things because it's like, hey, you got this guy who's so much bigger than everybody else. Why not everyone just basically just construct the rosters at that time to just face this guy and to hamper him? But if you, if you don't have, have King the Kong talent coming to destroy your city, correct. What do you do? But if you, you did, go get a giant monster to stop him from correct, destroying the city, correct, correct. Right? And the GMs in the nineties did correct. not go get a giant monster to stop King Kong. But still, right? But still, you see the game evolving. So you start seeing the Sean Bradleys, people taking more chances on just tall people. You start seeing people, even though they're not good, they just start picking people who are tall. Like you start seeing the Sean Bradleys, and then we get to the strengths. point where Danny Ainge decides the Yao Ming's, all these guys start coming in to go and get Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen. But what I'm trying to, t- but you're you're missing my point. My point is, is Mike wow. faced the teams and the talent that was built around the league, and he beat them. Whether you're saying that the the amount the of competition. But listen, but listen, but listen, 
if you're everything saying everything was perfect for Mike, I'm perfect. not arguing. I wouldn't say it's perfect. That's that's not being truthful. Nothing I was say perfect. I, no, nothing was not perfect. I Why wasn't it perfect? Besides, like his personal situations and him retiring. So listen. Twice, so when he loses, every situation for him was perfect. So when he loses 1990 to the, hit. So when he loses to the Detroit Pistons, that's why I said right? when 1990 hit. But I'm just saying, like his whole career hasn't been perfect. No, he because got better, but, and he actually became the man that we know now, who was in Michael 1990. Jordan. And like, from, from 1990 to the rest of his career, before, but, but with the Bulls, because we don't like to acknowledge the Wizards. Okay. 1990 and for the remainder of the 90s, everything for Michael was perfect it was not he had perfect. the perfect scenario he had the perfect coach he had the perfect gm he had the perfect role players he had the perfect matchups but always see, but see you and have the only parallels other team in the to 90s, that right the only other team in the 90s that won never matched up with him but i mean whose fault i don't Everything, understand what you're saying like Every, it was You're all saying that the in hindsight, though. Win <laughs> of, I know, I know. Look like, at me. I'm I don't you. Understand. I'm you. I'm discussing like, hindsight. I mean, it's, no, I'm not saying that I'm not using situation. hindsight, but I understand that I understand what hindsight is, though. Yes, You're operating it's the as if situation. You're living now that in we can look at his worlds at the same time. And that's now that possible. you look at everything as a whole, <laughs> because Michael's career is this myth. It's not a myth. It happened. No, it's this. It's like it's this mythological, like, mythological. How is this? You're not understanding what I'm saying. Maybe if you stop cutting me off when I'm talking, I can explain what I'm saying. He's become <laughs> this mythological hero like Hercules, the way his his career is. Like it's legendary, his career. It is but legendary. then you realize when you read the book, everything was perfect after 1990. Every situation he had was perfect. So let me ask you this. If LeBron James was right now the same way he was over the same amount of career and had the same level of athletes that Michael Jordan had, and he ran the table, you would still call LeBron James the best player of all time. Can you say that again? I didn't understand. If LeBron James had the same talent that was facing him that Michael Jordan had, and he was the same man that he was over the course of his career, and he won six in a row, you would say that he is the best player of all time. Is he facing the same level of talent? The same level of talent. The same level of talent. Kareem. Because that's what I'm pounding Because that's the table I'm pounding now. But that's the point that I'm saying, right? Is like because I think this Jordan. The only reason dumb. why we've we've peeled the onion as far back as we have to start saying, oh, now the talent isn't whatever it is right now, is because of recency bias. Because people want LeBron James to be the best so bad. I want Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to, to be the best. That they have to but say that's to where themselves. This not true. It is true. It's true. It's true. It's true. So well, you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me that, me that you that 1997 you Utah Jazz you team is better than them Tim Duncan Spurs teams? No, I'm not, not saying that. So I didn't what, say that. But LeBron played those Spurs I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But what I'm trying to tell you is this. But I want to tell you this is this, Mike, is that that Spurs team is only to see what you guys don't understand is the way that the game is the way it is now is because of all the iterations of it that have come before it. That's what I'm trying to make very clear to you. There is no LeBron James and his talent being the ultimate, like, like he isn't able to dominate the way he does. If the game isn't led up to where it is right now, where you can say, I'm going to take a LeBron James drafted number one in high school. We're not going to say, "Hey, listen, we're not going to we're not going to change the rules to be the like, listen, like, for him. no, 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 listen, I'm trying to tell you something. Let me finish. You're not going to have to change the rules 
because you're saying, oh, all these kids now are coming out uber athletic and uber talented, and we're going to stop them from coming out of high school for a little bit. We want them to go into college because we know that they know that they're so athletically gifted that they don't even need to bother to go to the college sports. They don't need to bother to go to the college team. So now the college team, who's our number one funneler of talent, is now losing their losing their grip on all that talent. LeBron James and him coming out was literally like a watershed zeitgeist moment for the NBA. You've never seen anyone that athletically gifted and that talented actually reach their potential to that level. We've always seen guys who've come out and been very good to good, but never a person where you say, this guy has potential to be the best player of all time. And then he goes ahead and he, and he actually lives up to that possibility. It was always the same thing. You had the guys come out of college, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But listen, but basketball changes because it evolves and that's based upon how it was before. Right. So now you have a guy like Michael Jordan come in and he wins two, three peats. He goes ahead and releases the shoe that literally changes the whole fabric of culture across the entire world. And then he's on top of that. He sets the stage for guys like LeBron James. He sets the stage for guys like Kobe Bryant, for John Morant and everything. I'm trying to tell you is that without Michael Jordan, there is no LeBron James. No, no that's not true. That's that not is true. Though. 100%. That's not true. 100%. That's not true. Do you want to know why that's not 100%. true? And you know what? You LeBron James true? will tell you that. LeBron you know James will tell you that. LeBron, LeBron is a liar. You, you know he'd be lying. lying. They call him LeCap for a reason. That's Cap. They call him LeCap for a reason. That's Cap, though. You want to know why? Because we saw a different iteration of LeBron James in... 1980 in what 1980 there has been no lebron james there has been an iteration of lebron james no he's one of one and his name There's is magic no johnson and his he, name no, is magic not, johnson it, magic is not lebron james there is no there's no lebron without magic johnson because there's no i can agree with you that magic johnson. i can agree with you that though i can agree with you on that but i also agree with you but that there's LeBron absolutely james a lebron is, james without LeBron james one on one no there's never there's been there's not absolutely LeBron james not michael jordan do you know who there's not there's if never there's no been there's no kobe bryant if there's no michael jordan Oh, of course. There's no LeBron James either, though. There is a LeBron James without Kobe No, there Bryant. isn't. I mean, without Michael not. Jordan. There, there absolutely not. is. LeBron James' idol growing up was not Magic Johnson. It was Michael Jordan. Of course, because everybody fucking says that. He wasn't. No, because he's... No, because listen. So you either Cap. take... So listen, you either take Cap. his word for... You, like, you're, you're choosing and picking what he said. But now you're saying, like, I think he's telling the truth there, but he's not telling the truth here. Cap. He's I'm literally saying, are you are you arguing influence, Ross? Is that what no, 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 because no, no, I don't no, give no. a fuck about it. No, influence. I'm not arguing influence. I'm just trying to <laughs> tell you what it sounds like. No, 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 because that's no, exactly no, what no, he's no. doing. He's trying I'm to say, not, no, no, that's not what I said. Like, <laughs> now you're muddy. Now you're muddy in the waters. What I said was, is that Michael Jordan, right, set the stage for LeBron James, not not by influence, by his impact and by also what he did in the game. And then you can say you've uh, never Grant had you was listen, before Michael up Jordan. to this point. Before, no one's uh, been LeBron. able to challenge Michael Jordan but LeBron James. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But Kareem, but listen, but people say Kareem was, bef- people, people argued about Kareem before that. And then all of a sudden, MJ became the consensus. And the reason why he became the consensus is because, because of, it became recent and became recency no, bias. No, that's not so true. So all the old heads true. started losing their grip on reality once true. all the Jordan people were watching that's Jordan the same way it's happening with LeBron that's right now. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. How isn't it true? Because his stats, because listen, at that point, it was like, listen, the finals MVPs coupled with the double, the double, the double three Pete. And also the fact that he was hundred percent in the playoffs, as far as the finals concerned, 
That was the, the one that put him over the top. But literally, I said the final. But I said the final. Who has more MVPs? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Michael Jordan? I can tell you what stat really quick. It's different content. It's different time frames. Oh, oh, so we have to do the time frames for Kareem, (laughs) but we don't have to do it for Mike and LeBron. No, I took the whole thing. I said it's it's different time frames. That's why you're saying that. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Actually, they actually stopped. They actually started um giving the crown to Jordan after his second ring when they said because that because the the um the stigma was you can't win without a big. A guard can't win it all. You can't win without a big. And then he won it. And then he won it a second time, and they immediately pushed Kareem out the door, even though he only had thirteen thousand points. So, like when we talk about the stats and stuff like that, you got to still look into the popularity factor as well. So, when they look at the fact that they were saying that you can't win with a guard, and he won twice, they they when he did it twice, they automatically pushed Kareem out the door, regardless of what Kareem's um past stats was. So you got to take into consideration. There's a reason why they're going to take the guy who's seven feet tall, first overall pick 99% of the time over the guy who's six foot four every time because of the potential of that bigs have. That's why it's still like that to this day. That's why your your James Wiseman still get picked number one overall when you have your Anthony Edwards right there, who is the better player, but the potential of a seven footer influence that a big has is still chokeholding the NBA. But it's just because of, you know, like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's a size, it's, it's a bias. size. No, it's a size thing. And again, like I mentioned before, and, and James does make a good point about how the rhetoric had shifted as well too, at some point, because the league was changing. The idea of the league was changing. And guess who changes that? Michael Jordan. No, no, no. But, but listen, then you're going to argue with, I mean, no, because Mike was still the only guy to do it. <sighs> and then the league went right back to bigs winning. And my thing is, is they he not? wins and he goes on and wins four more championships. But outside of Mike, who else won? Like in, from like the him? two years, I, like no, him? no guards don't win. Like so him, he but changed he won. for a period of time, but, but then the won. league went back, so he but, didn't change shit. But he won. But he won. But you said he changed the league. The league reverted right back to what it was. No, but I'm trying to tell you, like he also won four more after that. Fifteen. Listen, Michael Jordan was the best thing in basketball, period, over the course that he won those four championships. Let's not get it twisted. Bigs or no bigs. Michael Jordan was the man in basketball. The man. The man. Period. People are talking so we, about putting we, we the man blame, on the logo. blame LeBron for playing with superior talent? No, you don't era. blame. Listen, I blame LeBron for doing what he can against the competition that he has because that's the competition that he has. He can't go back and just say, "Let me play in, in Jordan's level." Him that he's not undefeated. No, but I'm just trying to tell you, I'm not holding it against him. I'm just telling you, it is but what you it do is. when you say he didn't win. It is six what in it row. is. You're asking me why Jordan is better than him, and I'm telling him this you, is why he's better. And you're holding him. on to that. Season yeah, that, and right there, you just put, you just said the um, same. my thing is, why is it okay? Why is it okay for us? Listen, as a parallel, why is it okay for us to hold it over Tom Brady's head that he wasn't? A complete 100% like Joe Montana was. They don't. They don't. They no, don't. They no, they did. No, they did. No, they did. They did. They did. Oh, until he won I more. Uh, no, until he won more than Joe Montana, that's when he became the GOAT. 
which it was wasn't what? the fact. Yes, it was. was. That, no, it wasn't the fact that he tied Joe Montana that made him the goat. It's the fact that he beat Joe Montana in Super Bowls that made him the goat. Because if Brady stayed at five, he wasn't the goat, and yes, everybody said that. No, he wasn't. You're capping now. Now you're doing recency. I, I don't, but I don't agree but with no, that no, no. either but way. You can pull up every article. They went you can pull up every and pundit. You they were everything. crowning him the greatest player in but the he history lost, of football. And when he going lost into that and Super when Bowl, he lost in the Super Bowl, what they say? It was the greatest upset. It was the greatest the upset against of one of the greatest because teams God's in all gift of football. To football. Lost. He wasn't the GOAT at that time. Going into that game, he was the GOAT. But Raz. at the end of that game, he was not the GOAT. But then when they went That's back, a dumb argument. How's that a dumb <laughs> argument? He wasn't the GOAT. That's a dumb argument. He was never mentioned as the GOAT after that. He, he was, yes, he, he was. Yes, yes he, he was. was. Yes, he was. What are we doing? Was Tom For you to say he was, he was okay, the GOAT Raz. walking in and then after he wasn't? No, he Tom was, just was the not the GOAT. Lost. In 2007... Tom Brady was not the GOAT. I'm t- In 2007, they went Brady undefeated. Was not the GOAT. He was about to win his fourth ring and not at four championships. Lost. He was the GOAT. They were he already didn't win the fourth championship him. then. And he didn't they win the fourth championship then. Him. And he was not the GOAT with three championships. They were crowning Tom the way they Ross, crowned him. They were crowning him the If GOAT. he had won, they would have tried to crown him. They were him. crowning him before did, that game because it win. was a foregone conclusion that they were going to win. So he, he was, was already He was it. being crowned was just if, the coronation. He won. if he Ross, won. That he was game was a coronation of Tom Brady's greatest so hold on, of all hold on, time. Mike. Wait, that so was hold what on, that Mike. game was. He wasn't the GOAT on. at the time with three so championships. On, so, all right. So now, so what? if that is the argument, Roz... If they're saying that they're gonna crown him the goal if he wins that game to win his fourth ring, because he went with the undefeated team, correct? So then it goes to a point of he didn't have, he still didn't have more rings at that point in time. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know where this so, no, no. history so, is though. The ring so, argument for any sport is stupid. Uh, that's your opinion. It's stupid. It's just your opinion. <laughs> it's a stupid. It's, it's your opinion, and it's a very one and it's a person very, doesn't a very, win shit. And you know what's crazy is that you're in the minority on that, though. And that's fine. I, and you've always known that, though. That's <laughs> like, fine because it's stupid. Because it's stupid. And, and Mike knows that, and everyone else knows that. It's the de facto when we're talking about who's the greatest of any sport. When you when you talk the, about an individual player in a team sport, a team accolade is how the, many is the one thing everybody loves looking at. It's dumb. Here's the sickest part, and and I don't know why we're gonna sit here and pretend, right? Lionel Messi was not considered the GOAT until he won this World Cup. I don't know much about soccer. I can't. I, I, I will not argue with you anything. But when it, an but individual it. in soccer. Tom Brady. It's still a team does sport. Say, it's a still a team sport. It's a team sport. How many? How many? Team sport. It's a team sport. But Roz, Messi. Team sport. Wasn't the consensus yeah. greatest of all time, but there were plenty of people that okay. had already crowned right. him the GOAT before this world. Let Cup. me ask you a question. Is Tom Brady the consensus greatest of all time quarterback right now? Fuck Tom Brady. It's Peyton Manning. 
Like I said, is he the consensus greatest quarterback all time right now, Mike? Yes or no? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When he had three championships, was he the consensus greatest of all time quarterback? They were, yes. I, right? I live they in Connecticut, so him. that's all I heard. That's I mean, what I'm forget about Connecticut. They were forget about him. Connecticut. No, he was not the greatest quarterback of all time with three championships. That's cap. That's cap. That's cap. James, you're a Patriots fan during that time. Was he the greatest mm-hmm. quarterback of all why time? Does he, why does his opinion matter? <laughs> him being Patriots, because, me because living listen, in New England no, no, with no. it happening no, 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 no. Because listen, it's very telling if someone from the team has a different idea of this, right? So I want to ask James. If he says yes, he says yes. Yeah, but I'm curious. And then your argument's going to move forward because it No, 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 no. At three championships, was he considered the greatest quarterback of all time? Or did he still have to win more to beat Joe Montana? <sighs> to me... Because I was a Patriots fan, there was nobody under the sun that was better than um, Ben Brady at that time. But when he lost, it had anything a lot of changed? doubt. It had it had a lot. It had doubt because I was changed? upset. About, but it was on? only it was Yo. only about the um. It was only about the loss. It wasn't about the talent. I'll be honest with you. Of course, they wouldn't say he wasn't talented. I'm saying like but he no, wasn't the was right. and that's, and that's like, it was. Like, like, talent wise, he was the greatest of all time. He just lost. We were upset so about wait, the loss. Time out. You're saying, you're saying Tom Brady with three championships was considered the greatest quarterback of all time. And you have freaking Terry Bradshaw sitting there with five championships. Baseball four. I think he has four. Four championships just sitting in the wings, just basically sitting there tapping his feet on national television saying, hey, listen, I have four. And everyone's going to sit here and say he's the greatest at with three for baseball yes, right? what? You know why? What? You know how I can remember what statistical category Seattle? did he have that was so much above everyone else around Yo, the league? Oh, Ross, there was, that, what is there was going calling, on? There was calling Barry Sanders the greatest running back of all time, and he retired after a couple of seasons. But why did they call Barry Sanders the greatest running back of all time? Because of his talent. Because he didn't have the record when he retired. He did not have the record when he retired. But that was people saying that's the greatest quarterback I've seen. That wasn't consensus. That wasn't that was consensus. Because of his talent. But he wasn't the greatest running back. Like, well, it oh wasn't. It was basically. It was, but hey, is Terry listen, Bradshaw that's, a better quarterback true. than Aaron Rodgers because it's he true. won more Super Bowls? They were. They were calling him one of the greatest running backs they have ever seen. Not based on winning because he didn't play that many seasons. It was based off of his natural talent that they seen with their eyes. But listen, Tom Brady has one playoff. My argument here, actually, I don't think he does. Is that Tom Brady was not the consensus greatest quarterback of all time Raj, at 2007 with three Manning championships. In the that is cap. With Tom Brady that is cap. Before they got their doors blown that's off being, by Seattle. That's being made up for the sake of this argument. That what? is Manning was being crowned. Tom Brady was not crowned the greatest quarterback of all time in 2007. Raj, they were kissing the ring of Peyton Manning before Seattle blew their doors off. Were they, they not? Say, no, they were saying he was the best quarterback in the league at that time. No, Roz. They, they were, were talking he the about him as one this of the, best quarterback all, in the, the league. greatest of all time. And I watched debates. I watched them argue, well, if Peyton Manning wins this one, can he have an argument with Tom Brady and Joe Montana? Because he'll have all the regular season records, and now he'll have two rings. 
because it was a foregone conclusion. They were already crowning Peyton Manning, and then Seattle blew their doors off, and that was the end of that conversation. Okay, so going back to what you said, when Tom Brady <laughs> lost, <laughs> Tom Brady <laughs> lost thing with right. Tom Brady going into that game against the Giants. They keep they saying going into that game, but he's not because in you're 2007. saying that nobody <laughs> says that before <laughs> like, then, but they were saying that before then. But That's he the wasn't point consensus. But it's not a consensus is different though. If you ask if you ask anyone right now who's the greatest quarterback of all time, they will tell you it's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Most people will tell you it's Tom Brady. Most people in 2007 did not say the greatest quarterback of all time was Tom Brady. If you were in Connecticut, if you were you in one state <laughs> out of the great union that is the United States of America, sure. Actually, if you were in a region of the United Consensus. States and the entire of the entire United States of America, New England, okay, uh, this of many a state, New England, New England is England has a lot of giants, small parts. No, once of you get closer to New America, York, it's a lot of Giants fans. But when you get to again. Maine. And all. I, yes. have, I have, I have, I'm in a group chat of like 15 people that are from Connecticut that are it's all giant. History. Yeah, and where, where, what part of Connecticut are they from? History, James, it's revisionist history. West Southern Haven. Connecticut, Southern Connecticut, history. correct. Closer to New York. This is go ask Bro. people from West Hartford, Plainville, all those guys. They're all <laughs> Patriots fans. Wonder why? No, I no, no, that I worked in the no, area. No, they no, were no, right. Patriots fans. Because when I went to Massachusetts. All Patriots fans. Then you get to Rhode Island. No, oh, yeah, Rhode, Rhode, I, I, yeah Rhode, Rhode Island all is Patriots fans. Rhode Island is, Rhode Island is all Patriots fans. I, I went to Rhode my Island. Argument. My argument is, you but, said one state. It's many states. But the go. I mean, still, it's still of the Great Union. The New England region makes up a small part of the entire nation. And I'm sure if you go and ask anyone in fucking Duval County, Mark Brunel is the fucking greatest. That's cap because they won't say that. They won't say that. But still, like going back to what I'm saying, like, you know, the idea that, you know, I'm saying like, I personally think this is me personally, but I still don't think LeBron James is the consistent. That's the consensus yet. The consensus greatest of all time. I think if he wins one more, he will be. You know what's funny about that argument? I don't think Michael Jordan is the consensus greatest player of all time. I think he is right now. I think I he's don't been think for so. a while. I think if you pull the I nation, you'd be surprised how many people will say LeBron James. I don't think so. I no, I don't I don't think you'd be I think you you'd be very surprised. Because it's so. again, it's a recency I think bias. You'd be very surprised. So. Well, at least you admit it's recency bias. LeBron but it was a recency James. bias for Jordan too. Which uh, means I don't know about that. that. Yes. Uh, I don't know about that. The cream stuff got pushed to the side real quick. Real quick. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Absolutely. I think now, every era that has it all heads, like so this, we can have this argument, but calling Michael Jordan the consensus greatest player of all time, that ship has sailed, bro. That ship's yeah, gone. Yeah, you got a lot of LeBron fans. I mean, you got a lot of LeBron fans, and that's fine. the cream table. Yeah, but the thing is, you got a lot. You got a lot of these people who love LeBron and think. Highly other than they didn't see Jordan play. There are people who have seen Jordan and they've seen LeBron play, and they still say it's Jordan. And there are That's people the who have seen both play who say otherwise. That's true. Like too. you're not going to get a consensus. You're not going to get a hundred percent of a hundred percent people who have watched both no people play. We'll say one person is but better that, than the other. But, but I think that it's still slightly skewed towards Jordan. That is my opinion. If you did have to pull everyone who's a basketball fan, I still think Mike edges him out. But again, that's my opinion. I think it's much closer than it's ever been now. And 
as someone who loves Michael Jordan and thinks that he is definitely the best player that I've ever seen, me personally, with the like going to the basketball arena and just basically just like win, like winner, Michael Jordan. But you know what? Like I told you guys, for me, if LeBron wins one more, that's it. But that so, doesn't make any sense because he would I, still have less than Michael. So like. Yeah, I don't understand that part. Right? So, so I said it earlier because that uh, all-time scoring yes, record that he has you, is you, such a large domino in the the career accolades that that makes up for what he doesn't have. Yeah, but you have people right now that are already trying to dismiss that accolade from LeBron because they, they, they Nobody him. actually needs to try to take that away because that is the you can't take thing that from no, but no, but again, you can't take those things. But there's a large group of people. There's large group of people who bring up the whole. Offensive output from today versus back then, what the game they has changed. Do that. The game has changed again. What is going like? People can't go back in time. People can't travel into the future. So you can only deal with the present. At present time, Michael Jordan does not own the league's all-time scoring record. LeBron James does. Right, Mike. Fun fact: Anthony Michael never has owned that record, ever. and that still didn't keep him from being the goat. It still didn't, and and the championships still hover around LeBron James's head, because even though he thinks that he is the greatest of all time, he knows that it isn't a consensus thing, and the only thing that would make it a consensus thing for him, in the eyes of the public, is not if he won seven. That's the I only guarantee thing that would change Anthony's mind. He knows that if he no, won because he lost, one, so he wouldn't be able to do it. He knows that 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 score. Actually, right Dylan's right. I know because you're a hater. Shut up. Like, listen, man, I, I, I'll be very clear with this. Like, because sometimes this devolves into me, like, like mitigating LeBron James and how great he is. I'm just saying he's not the greatest of all time. But LeBron James to me is like literally like like the greatest athlete I've ever seen, period, point blank. People can argue Michael Phelps and Five Phelps is up there, too. But I mean, like me personally, LeBron James, I've never seen and I probably will never see anybody like him again. But because of how the game goes, there's a chance we might, there's possibility you might see someone who's athletically as talented, but not as basketball, like it's the full package. Can I, can I, hold on, wait, uh, James, I know you're going to say something. Let me just say this real quick. Can I just ask one question? Why does it seem like Kobe's not allowed to be in this conversation? I just want to answer to that. No, but you often hear LeBron. It's LeBron Jordan, LeBron Jordan. I'm like, oh, what about Kobe? Why is he not deserving to be in this conversation? It's not that he doesn't deserve to be in the conversation. It's just the thing about Kobe is, and I think this is where LeBron, this is where I think LeBron distances himself from Kobe, is the statistical output at this age and with the mileage that LeBron has on him is unprecedented, right? Even though I personally feel that he shouldn't be on the team, I feel like he he certainly like he certainly is doing something that we haven't seen since Kareem, and probably even beyond Kareem. Beyond never Kareem, seen this before, Ross. like like we've never ever. seen anything like this before, right? Ever. So 
it's different because Cole faded the closest 20 year performance by like 10 points a game. Yeah. And it's the craziest year 20 ever. Yeah. Like he's he's, doing right now. Like, like he, his output is like otherworldly. Cole faded, right? Cole faded. He started to fade. And I could argue if the Achilles probably didn't happen, maybe we (laughs) got a lot more out of Cole towards the end, but yeah, you know, sure. yeah, was, you know, he had a lot of injuries that that prevented a lot of things. His his Achilles, believe and believe it or not, his fingers that that played a big big part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His like, knee, his knee. That. Yeah, his yeah. knees too. He had a lot LeBron. of um, impact and injuries, and and LeBron has been fortunate enough, even mm-hmm. though he's been in and out, he's been fortunate to not have really many career altering injuries as well. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, he's so really he's never had to worry out for his father time because the only injuries he's having is because his body isn't holding up like that anymore. So father mm-hmm. time is slowly winning like round four. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's, it's more like round five. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough because. He knows, I think, in the back of his mind, you know, those championships still loom. So I think he's I think what you're going to see is a really more desperate LeBron James. I don't think he just kind of goes off in the sunset in the last like three to four years of his career. I think he fights and claws and screams to be able to get on some team, you know, like to win this to try to make up that ground with these last two. And I mean, he may get it. He may not, um, you know, but. It's going to be rough because to him in his mind, that's his that's his largest hurdle. If LeBron James had six right now, LeBron James wouldn't try to take his career to like 45 or 43 or whatever he Who is. Who knows, actually. That Bronny, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the Bronny thing is bigger than we we, we, we believe. I, saying, I think that Bronny thing is it very is, important to him I, because that's also a legacy thing. That's also a legacy thing, and we really haven't seen too much of we've stuff never like that seen of his caliber. You know, we've never seen that, but I also think – if he had a choice right now, if he had won six championships and he was like, my body's breaking down, I can't do it anymore. I think he would. I think he would. I think he would be willing to retire, but he, he just but at can't the same time. If he had six rings. He's going for seven. Huh? He'd be going for seven. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't so. Yeah, I don't yeah. I, I don't know. I think. I think. Um. I think. I, I agree with Ross. I don't know. About I don't LeBron know. enough like, for me to understand that. I think that if uh, he had six rings, I think that he probably start to pull it back just a little mm-hmm. bit. You won't see. You won't. The output mm-hmm. right now wouldn't be as high. He wouldn't be out there trying to average thirty points and stuff Correct. like that. And his right. long the longevity will be even more because now I'm just playing for the love of the game. Mm-hmm. If I if I get myself in a position where I can possibly get that seven, then he may turn it up. But that's not the end of, end goal at the end of the season for him if he's at six. So, so I'm gonna ask this question that I'm a table this because we actually still have a lot more to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if LeBron had this, so do you guys think that he's averaging these points and stuff because he's stat padding or because a he's still really good and b the lakers aren't really good and they need his competitive fire he's trying to win these games and they need him to play like that to win like if ad was doing what ad was supposed to be doing i think i don't think yeah. lebron's averaging that's why this lebron points. injury sucks uh, yeah i think, I think, it's, I think it's, 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 it's both yeah it's B, oh. but I think it's, it's a little bit more to that story. I think before the record, 
it was yeah. more so A, but now it's 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 more B. I'd say it's more I B think, now. I think it's B because they need him to put that output, but also to add to that story is he doesn't want to get bounced off the not miss the playoffs two years in a row. So I think that the reason why he's given that output is because he's desperate enough. He's because I am not going two seasons missing the playoffs. I don't even think it's been done for the Lakers on for on for a superstar like that. So like I think he's trying to avoid that. That I think that's the main thing. Getting there and like uh because they need him, I don't think that's probably the argument. The argument is him. He, I don't want to miss the playoffs again. Not two seasons in a row. I mean, yeah. He's gonna be gone at least three, I, four weeks. That's why I hate this this injury for LeBron and D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. because we got to see what like their first or second game together as a new team that LeBron finally got to be the guy who could average like who could score twenty one mm-hmm. and not have to carry a large burden mm-hmm. and it would have been great to see more of LeBron getting to see take a step back while everybody else like plays their role. Yep, and I think that have been I think you would have geared him up piggyback on Dylan and with James and with Ann said, you know, like you, you would, we would have been able to see him be the facilitator again and play in that role. You would have saw him to get more, you know, like load, like, you know, they would have, they would have basically did some, you know, they would have managed his minutes as well too on rotation basis. He doesn't have to play defense. You know what I'm saying? As much you put Vondo in. And I mean, like the, the issue here is I think up to this point, before like like up until the the record, it was like Aaron Judge. Watch Aaron Judge try to get to sixty two. You know what I'm saying? Like he was legitimately pressing, doing whatever he can. Don't take me out. You know whatever he can get there. After that, then it was like okay, we have a chance. We need to make the playoffs. All right, the honeymoon's I'm over. Say, I think that Aaron Judge is a do? very good comparison because if you remember, the Yankees were falling apart. And they needed Aaron Judge mm-hmm. to do all of that mm-hmm. to keep going. Just like right now, mm-hmm. the Lakers need LeBron to average thirty to win these games. Oh yeah, and so, they're paying like, and they're paying him too as well. Packed. That's why I don't think it's pat- it's statting the pat. It's padding his stats because Who? they absolutely is there, are there narratives out there about Pat's um, stat padding? There was. Anthony. There was no, but there was. There was a lot of people wondering whether he was just like, like, because the Lakers were so bad to start the season. Remember, it was like, mm-hmm. they, do they even are they even capable of making up the ground? Because we didn't even know that they were going to be able to get out from under Russ's contract with also mm-hmm. being able to not give up their picks. They did it. Yeah, they did start and, off and, and really, really bad. It was, they were it like, was, it was really bad. Like yeah. yeah, they won like two games or something like that, and like the first like six, like it was like uncrazy, but like. I think once they realized, like they were like in striking distance of at least a play-in, then it was like, oh, like we we need to make a move, and they did it, and they seemed they make a good move, and it seemed like it was really good, man. And then, you know, like I just, you know, I feel bad for him um, as a Laker fan. I, it's like for me, it's like you know, what am I supposed to think? Like you know, like either he's hurt or AD's hurt, and it feels like ever since they got together, they've just been alternating being hurt. I get it, but for me as a fan, it's just a waste because, you know, like a lot of these young guys as well, too, are going to be up for free agency. We might not even be able to bring this band back together with all the energy that they have. And can they make the playoffs without LeBron James? Maybe. I'm glad you brought that up, Rod, because we, uh, the fellas, me, James, Dylan, Anthony, were able to fellowship this weekend. And lo and behold, Rod, a bet was made. 
<laughs> Anthony <laughs> bet all of us oh, that the Lakers would not make the playoffs. And because Anthony is very shallow with bets, we had to narrow that. So it's me. It's me. I he picked Mike, bullet. yeah. I will take the bullet that the Lakers will make the playoffs. That is an active bet. Mm. And, of course, LeBron promptly hurt his foot the next – not even 24 hours later. And then Anthony proceeded to hit the group chat like LeBron has been playing like shit and has been squandering an opportunity. Just – just like LeBron, the guy. Now, now, now you can see the, the Lakers are never in the like, biggest yeah. moments where they need him most. Oh, God. Don't act like he was a bum. Like, oh God, I didn't, think, I didn't, I didn't. I, when I saw the injury, I didn't think it was that serious. It was like maybe he rolled his ankle, but then I saw. You said it was like a pop or something. Yeah, I saw them talking, and I was like, "Oh my God, that doesn't sound good at all." Yeah, it sound <laughs> sounds like ligament damage, you know, when you hear stuff like that, and then. If this ligament damage, he's not coming back, man. I don't think you should bring him back because you're paying him too much to jeopardize him not being able to play and be effective for the rest of the contract. That's the issue. This is my this is my issue as a Laker fan is they're paying him to be the person that he is being forced to be. They're not paying him for him to be just in a support role. They're paying for him to be a person to output 30 points to 28 points a game every night. And that's not on, honestly, like LeBron James going to go for I as much money as it is. It's bad. It's bad. I, I agree with that 50%. Reason why I feel like they're they're paying him to, to, to get them there, but at the same time, they're also paying for his name. That's of what course. it really is. They're, they're yeah. paying to have. LeBron James, because if with him being the most popular player in the NBA mm-hmm. and the most play, most the highest grossing player in the NBA or anything like that, you're not going to offer LeBron James a veteran minimum, and he's not going to take it. So, like the reason why he's paid is because you pay LeBron James. So they're going to pay LeBron James, and if he decides, and if they have a good enough team for him to be the support, then that's the role that he will be, but he's going to get paid regardless, so I can't I can't really take that that narrative right there. I, I just not feel like they should have traded him. I feel like they should have traded him. I feel like they would have been terrible. I feel like they would have just been in the same position that they're slow. It's like a slow train wreck right now for me, because I feel like I know how this ends. I think this ends but with... it's more hope. It's more hope. I mean, is it? I mean, like, because at the same barring time, it's the, like, you can say it now, but barring that injury that just happened a couple of days ago. He's been ago, injured ever since he came on the Lakers, though. Yeah, but barring the injury that happened a couple of days ago, you had hope. I mean, did. I, like a day or he two, did. yeah. Like day or yeah. two, yeah. And if, the, and if you guys have – and if you guys trade him and just get a bunch of picks and a bunch of nobody players and you're going into purgatory, there is no hope. But there's no purgatory. You'd rather play you with that. hope than have no hope. There right? is purgatory because then you don't have your own draft picks still. No, 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 but you recoup on purgatory. other people's draft picks. So it is – it's not purgatory. It's not the same. I mean, it's not the same as being – having those particular ones, but it's like they, they still have their picks for like 2027, I think, in two thousand. And now you bank on what, what happened. Those picks are four years away. That's that's a 13-year-old child. Now at you're the same time, <laughs> you don't know, At the same time, I mean, like, I say that, though. Hmm. No, it's not – no, no. listen. I don't agree with that even if Dylan says that. My thing is like this. Like, you recoup the picks Fuck because you picks. get the picks from a bunch of different teams. You could have traded you, – you're not only trading LeBron James – 
you're trading Anthony Davis, and you're also offloading Russell Russell Westbrook's expiring contract to whoever wants it at that point. You don't you don't like people people trade for expiring contracts all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like so you would it would be clear that the Lakers are rebuilding and they're trying mm-hmm. to maximize however much draft picks and capital that they can. The problem is is then you're trying building, to, then you're running off of faith though. You're like, all right. Hopefully we can make something of this. Now that we offload LeBron, we offload AD, we offload Westbrook, we get these draft picks, we get some um, some capital space and everything like that. Hopefully we can get something of this because before LeBron, we have a precedent. The Lakers, we have a precedent. Huh? We have a precedent. What's that? What's the precedent? The precedent is before LeBron James got there, we took that route and we drafted D'Lo. We drafted. We drafted Ball, we drafted B.I., we drafted Hart, we drafted Kuzma, and then we had enough young talent to do what? Trade for a star, which is Anthony Davis, and entice someone like LeBron James to come to the the Los Angeles Lakers because they're the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm -hmm. So so it's not like this was... And that the Lakers were terrible. No, the Lakers don't. I'm fully aware the Lakers are going to be terrible because they need to at least get some young talent that's worthy enough to be traded. But that's the that's what the Lakers do. They trade for star talent because sometimes they don't they know like, hey, listen, the odds of us just drafting a LeBron James, the odds of us being able to draft Anthony Davis, to draft a Shaquille O'Neal, even if we have our own guy there right now, is they don't play that game. They don't like those numbers. They've never liked those numbers. They haven't played those numbers since Magic. So what they do <laughs> is they trade to get the superstar. And guess what? They have the most championships in all the NBA right now because of that. So that's the tried and true. That's what they know to do. And they did it again with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and won a championship. Other teams play the play the lottery game and do all that. And, you know, they get a Giannis. They can get all these guys like that. But they're awful for much longer than usually the Lakers are awful for. The Lakers are awful for, like, three seasons. <laughs> like, that's nothing. Like, the Oklahoma City ah. Thunder have been awful for – Almost a decade. <laughs> like, three seasons. Like, like yeah, they the were Lakers awful for like have three been seasons. Awful since what? Uh, a, before LeBron got there, what? A, the year of Kobe's Achilles injury. So what was that? Twenty fifteen. It's when D'Lo was drafted. So yeah, 2014, 2015. It's longer than three seasons. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time. Well, like four, what, what, they had D'Lo, Kobe came, and that was Jules this year. That was when Jules was still there. So we have D'Lo, we have Jules. Jules is there. Because Kobe, was Kobe gone Jer- when they got Brooke Lopez? Jer- Jeremy Lin, or is that before? That's before everything. Jeremy Lin was. Jeremy Lin was. A while before that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Jeremy D'Lo. Lin was there with Nick Young. I think the I last think? major draft. Were you guys not bad during those years? Yes. Yes, yes, when Kobe was finishing up, absolutely. Yeah, so, like, it was before the Achilles. No, it was during the Achilles, too. The Achilles year, and then it was he came back, like, a few, like, a year afterwards. 2013. Played on it. 2013 was the last time the Lakers made the playoffs before LeBron came. Yeah, so 2013 then. And when did he, and LeBron came in what year, though? 2018. 2018, so five, five years. years. So I was two years off, so five years, yeah. So, I mean, there's teams that have been awful for at least a decade, though. And they missed the playoffs that first year Bron was there. Because he got injured his groin. That's correct. Yeah. Six years. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't. But they weren't awful that year. They just he got injured. They were. Mike is a they salt were, rubber. That's yeah. Why. No, I'm not so trying to say they were. Li- they were literally like number one in the West at the <laughs> time. That. He just does that. He just loves the salt. Just, just let me rub that in. He heard. He heard. He heard. He heard the underlying whispers of teams have been off more than a decade, and he heard the Knicks. He he literally translated like Google Translate. He was like. And you know when Knicks you mentioned the Knicks, Knicks terrible was emotional. <laughs> Mike, more than anybody else here, whenever you mention the Knicks in a negative light, becomes very emotional because <laughs> it brings back some. It brings back some really awful times. Like you know, it brings back some. Re- it brings back me talking to him about Ronaldo Balkman and all these other guys that are on the team that Nick fans were telling me that were good. Like the Landry Fields was supposed to be like. Steph Curry. I heard a lot. I heard rumblings about um about Sakari that was supposed to be good on the Lakers. Robert Sakari. Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro. Think about this. Think about this. Think about this. This is PTSD. That's why. That's why. I don't, that's why I don't say anything when I hear like all the Nick stuff. I'm like, listen, man, you guys deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. I'm a the Jets fan. Trust winning, me. We both deserve the it. Knicks on. Side note, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Knicks still have not lost. It's going to be seven tomorrow. Like, and they have not lost since they got Josh yep. Hart. Well, Anthony, you just put the curse on year seven just now. <laughs> you know I love some Josh him, Hart, though. You know, I'm, you know I love some him. Josh Hart, though. That's my dude, man. That's my dude. But the Knicks are currently the five seed. And hmm. the Knicks are a whole hmm. five games away from hashtag forty two. I thought the Josh Knicks were How did they lose the six? Hold on, six, hold on. Six games let, 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 let. Dylan, he's been good since he was on Portland. Though he's been, good. I know, no, I know Josh Hart's good. I don't I, know. I, I like Josh Hart. I didn't think Josh Hart was going to be this like important to the Knicks. He's I, he was as awesome. he is. He was, but he's been, he's, he's been, been awesome. awesome. He's, he's awesome. He's what? He's exact. He's the perfect fit. He is what? He is what? RJ Barrett is supposed to be. <laughs> nah, well, no, don't say that. No, no, Roz, he is correct. He is correct. He's correct. He's right. He's right. But RJ's potential is supposed to be better than True, Josh. But Hart. in lower standards, he is what RJ Barrett is supposed I mean, to be. He's a mo- Yo, like. Well, oh man! Uh, so we we are the fifth seed, and we're the Knicks are the game. five seed, and they're two behind Cleveland in the loss column for the four seed. Hey, uh-huh. who who was there? Don't even say it, Anthony, because you popped off the list. No, 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 no,
Y'all called me crazy. I never go said back, that. Go, go back to that pod. I think it was the pod when I said the Knicks are going to be the fourth seed. You never and y'all said reacted. it. You never, never said, said it, Anthony. I did say You never. If I didn't say it on the pod, then I said it in the chat. You I said it we did both. We did both of these things. You didn't do that. And then yes, I tried I to make a bet with you, and you refused. All I, said, I absolutely said the Knicks are going to be fourth seed. All I said was I, the Knicks aren't I saw on everything I love, I said the Knicks are going to be fourth seed. I still stand on that. And we're very close to it. I still stand on the fact that the Knicks aren't going to win the championship this year. That's all I said. I said they need a that's star. A, that's not, they that's need a to silly thing to, to it's stand, not silly. stand on. It's not silly. It's also not that's a reach said. prediction, though. It's not. It's a reach prediction as because, as because, as as a, a reach prediction no, because the Knicks would never. It's Imagine a if there was a bet. To, it's a reach prediction because the Knicks were never a favorite or idea to think that they were going to win the championship. So that's easy to say the but, Knicks are not going to win the championship. But they're do you never, think there's any Knicks never... fans that believe that they're going to win, that they have a chance to win the championship this year? Based no, on I don't think any Knicks fan believes they're going to win the championship. nobody ever said that. No, no, but, like, not one. You don't think no one's uh, out there? Not a so, single so, one. So, think that Kings fans think that this year is a disappointment? Because they're not going to win the championship, but they're having a phenomenal year, aren't they? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if you eat if you if you eat enough kibbles and bits and you know like you never had filet mignon in your life, I'm sure it. I'm sure it. Tastes, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it tastes wonderful. <laughs> you know, like, if I were to put a bet on a team to not win the play, win the NBA like, championship, I feel um, like the Knicks would be at a plus four billion to not win. Like, <laughs> you don't win any money bet making that bet. That is just not I don't know. you lose money making that. The bet. Knicks are right now a plus four thousand to win the East. So yeah, I'm not my taking thing, that right? bet. I'm not taking that. Yeah. Not. So, but 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 I'm asking like again, right? Like, I wonder if the Knicks are just like trying to strike lightning and like you know spike like possibly getting like I don't. For me, as a person looking at how the roster is currently constructed, you know, like it's like they're good enough now, and they had the ta- like, the talent is Josh Hart is what they really added, and they got rid of the dude who was a bum who was from the Hawks. Uh, I don't know. Like he's not a bum. They just never played him. Uh, I mean, how's he doing now? He's never been good. He has been okay good. What are you talking about? Okay, from Portland. He hasn't been good up to the point they traded him. He was averaging seventeen a game. What are we doing? Wait, what are you talking about? The dude from Cam the Reddish? Cam, Cam, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. When he was healthy, he was yeah. averaging seventeen a game. And then. And he's been healthy for a long period of time. They just just decided you're not playing no more. They traded for him to not play him. That doesn't make sense. He got got traded to to Portland, and he played the next night. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. All right. And he's playing well for Portland. It's a weird camera. playing well for them. Besides my weird Cam Reddish take, because I thought he was awful. I've just never no, seen. No, Cam him Reddish play. is not awful. But, uh, Cam Reddish has a shit ton uh, of potential. I think he was good on. Wasn't he on Duke? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember him playing on Duke, and I think he was good. And I was like trying to figure yeah. out why he wasn't playing. But um, yeah. Uh, he was yeah, injured I when he I... played for the Hawks, and then he got traded to the Knicks, and he played well in the beginning of the season. Then he got injured, and then Tibbs was teetering the line of, I don't play young guys, and, well, I don't have anybody else you can play. And then he got injured again, and it was like, you're never seeing the court again. And then he got healthy. <laughs> and play him. That's so what it was. killing it right kid. now? He's so playing, playing he okay. He's playing a perfect, a good role. But player, he's he's in a. But he wasn't a playing anything. Portland where they're minutes. deep at wing, so he's not going to get a ton of minutes. So it's like he's going to have to earn those minutes with the small amounts of playing time he's going to continue to get. 
But I would take Cam Reddish on a fucking okay. card. Okay, so we'll, we'll do a to be continued then on Cam Reddish. But uh, <laughs> you know, like, Cam Reddish. But uh, I, when the Knicks traded for Cam Reddish last year, I was like, that's the Knicks' best player. I was like, I, I, really I think he could be the that. Knicks' best player. I, I don't know about that. I, he's got I mean, he's got serious high. He has super high upside. I'm I'm sure I'm sure he has. He's a very decent player. Wish he gets more playing time. But like as far as like. Like the Knicks are concerned, I think that I think the way the roster is constructed, I just don't know, like what their end game was for this season. Me, that's what. That's what. Yeah, get out of the first round. So you're 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 playing. So you're playing just to get out of the first round. You're you're, you're trying to build a championship team. Baby steps, brother. Every team doesn't just blink and they're a championship team. Sometimes you have to build Here's what my next question would be. So let's say the Knicks do exactly what they're supposed to do and they get out of the first round. What do you do to get better? Yes. So now it's what's going to happen is that's not my job. They gotta, I don't know. No, but that, now I'm asking Yo, Dylan, you. Watch this. Watch this. That, that's they, they made these changes at home at trade deadline, right? And free agency and all that stuff like that. Next season, all those guys are not going to be here. And they're going to put back to the same fucking team. All them bro. guys are still under contract. All of them got. And the Knicks are, are very in a good cap position. Like the Knicks are doing everything right. That's why I don't understand. The impatience, like just relax. The Knicks but, but are Mike, literally what, doing everything right. What would you do uh, after this season? Considering... I don't know who's going to be a free agent. That's the problem. I don't. No, so I you're only going to go after. There's free no agents? good free agent. No, so but that's you don't, I don't know. You don't know what's going to pop up. What if something happens? What if we have another random Ben Simmons debacle where a player gets mad and quits his team? I don't know what's going to happen. Mike, no, but, I, if, but if I that's the case, but if that's the case, you have to trade for opinion. The Knicks should probably go after another wing. That's what that that in the perfect like what type of wing? Are you looking for a superstar uh, wing? Or are you looking for a starter I mean, wing? Available, you you, but why would you? Gonna... But you just told me before you don't trade for superstars, though. I would have traded for Donovan Mitchell, but I'm not trading half the team for Donovan Mitchell. That's okay, so yeah, I keep forgetting I'm not trading right. five guys. So let me and ask you this question: for Donovan Mitchell. Question. I'm not. If, <laughs> if somehow the Knicks go to the East, you got to do that. No, no, hold on. Let's say the Knicks actually do surprise everybody and they go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Are you trading for a player like Donovan Mitchell and giving up five picks next year, knowing that your team is just a superstar away from the championship? Depends on how they lose and who they lose to. Because what if? But wait, but wait, but something wait. small that they need to get them over the hump. Maybe they don't need a Kevin Durant to get over the hump. Maybe they just need another B guy to get over the hump. No, no, no. no. What if? What, what, like I gotta. Why would you need a B guy? <laughs> um. Why would you want to be guy if you can get a You can't win without a superstar. Well, Ron, I'm you saying it depends on how they lose. What if we get to the playoffs and all of a sudden Julius Randle turns into the, to the second coming uh, basketball player and now he establishes himself as a superstar? Is that and what I you're betting on? Get, I'm What's the odds of that? giving you a scenario. You're asking me. I'm answering you. If Julius Randle does have that, a realistic then I don't now? need to go get a superstar. <laughs> I need to go get somebody else to compliment him. But if the Knicks go in the playoffs and Julius Randle has another bad playoffs, then maybe I need to trade Julius Randle and try to get someone better. It all depends or... on what happens. I can't honestly give you an answer because I don't know how they lose. What if, yeah, they, what if the, the Lakers silly. The Lakers that's a silly thing to say. That's silly because, because that's how all teams evaluate their teams, Dylan. Wait, question, how do the... we lose? How do we get better? If the Lakers dangle LeBron James for five, five draft picks, would you do it? For five draft picks? No. 
who would wait? Who, who would you give five well, draft you mean picks the for money? Like five second round picks? Yeah, five second round picks. Yeah. Thomas, let's time out. Let me let me let me let me bring this back. Is there anyone in the league you're willing to give five draft picks for? Joel Embiid. Okay, so Joel very realistic. So if Joel Embiid becomes available, you'll give him five draft picks. Yeah, I would give up five. And RJ Barrett and Quentin Grimes and and Obi Toppin and Obi Toppin. I don't know if that that money. I don't think that money matches. If the money match, it it? does match because uh, Joel Embiid makes bread. Yeah, if the money matches, would you do it? And I still get to keep. Yes, I would do that. Yes, I would. Well, and you get to keep what? No, I was thinking about who you said you were trading, and then I thought about it. No, yes, Barrett, I would Grimes, Toppin, the Donovan Mitchell trade. No, yeah. I would. I told you I would not have made that trade. I'm just telling you, but you would do it for Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is better than him. We just that, said that is said true. Joel Embiid no, no, no. Is I'm not saying that that's not true. So it's Donovan only a top Mitchell, five player. I love then. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan so Mitchell is it, not a top five player in the so league. So it's only a top five player. So it has to be those top five players. Why are you trying try to confine five? it to a perfect box so you can have your gotcha moment? Like, I'm not. I'm just what? asking you. I don't know what I don't know what you would trade for as a Knicks fan. Those five picks. Well, who's worthy of it? You said Joel Embiid, and then we said he's a top five player. So I said, is it only relegated to the top five players? If if, if it's a top five need and fit, yes, yes. So Donovan he has to be top five need top and five fit. Pl- I'm asking. You just said that. I'm just trying to figure out what what because is good enough to At the time that Donovan picks. Mitchell became available, the Knicks had just signed Brunson. So why am I going to go get? He's better than Brunson. Point? He's better than Brunson, hundred percent. And Brunson plays the one, right? Yeah, but then you have a back. You know what? I don't know what Brunson plays. Who knows what he plays? I don't, you know I don't he know plays the anymore. point guard. Don't do that. I don't know what he plays anymore. You know what he plays? He plays the he, he plays the point guard. He's a point guard. So let me go back to Mike uh, saying he doesn't understand this, know the scenario in which is going to happen. When when the Nets were going through their runs, I had all these scenarios in my head. was, well, if you lose this team and this team, this team, this is what I would do. In the offseason, this is what I think we should do, blah, blah, blah. I would cover all of that. Like if I'm the Knicks and you get out of the first round, you, no matter what, you moving on in the first round, you have to trade. try to find a superstar to trade for. You have to like there, there's no world that the Knicks cannot go to. after a superstar. You but have who? to because so Ray, Julius Randle is not the superstar. Who is if the he, superstar. But who's the superstar yeah, though? That's, that's the um that's the that's the um the issue with the with the Knicks is because you you <laughs> who the hell can you put on the Knicks? There's like no Who's guy that I can see in my brain that you say this is that's the thing. I'm not I'm not talking about no, I know what you're saying. Who's available? I'm talking about who can you see? <laughs> I can't see anybody coming to the Knicks. I can't it's see. It's not going to be through free agency. Uh, free agency does not have to be through the roster. No, I'm saying even without trading, I can't see anybody as a superstar. So I think, I think. So I think. I think you can first start with positions and then make your way down. Like I think I can definitely see the Knicks. You, you ignore point guard. Looking, you leave point guard. You go for five. Guard. You go for the five. Like who who is available at the five that would be worth you to Carl actually Anthony go ahead. Towns and Towns Joel will be available. Towns will be available. Towns will definitely be available. Right. And beat if they route. lose in a fashion that's horrible and they start to blow it up. New New York needs to be on the phone with Philly immediately. And I'm all for that. Kick the tie. Would you do it for I'm Towns? I'm all for that. I would do it for Towns, but I wouldn't give up 
what we were just talking about. Giving well, the reason why you'd have to I give it up for that, that is for because towns. of youth. But I still, I, I unfortunately, Cat doesn't have the resume mm. that Joel Embiid does. Cat is not big, and he's Cat on that team but would be sick. Cat, but he would be Rise, but he won't be if I have to give all of that away to get him. Who That's Obi Toppin and, and Quentin Grimes? And RJ. If that's and the only RJ two Barry? I gotta trade, if that's the only two I gotta trade, then y'all do it to no, me. No, RJ Barry. It'll be three. It'd be, R- it'd be the same Donovan Mitchell trade. There's no way Minnesota's taking those three for cat. Yeah, but why, yeah, they why, are. Why, why wouldn't they? Yeah, they're gonna, they are. They're gonna, no, no, well, they're going to want those three. That's and one starter and picks. two bench players. Of course players. they're going to give up picks. Why would they trade one starter and two bench players for their first or second best player? Because they're going to ask for your draft picks. Because Cat's about to ask for his way out. And you're going to ask That's for his draft why. picks, too. Cat is about to ask for his way out. And he's going to ask for draft picks as well, too. It's not like Minnesota, they're just going to ask for Minnesota is not out. taking that trade. If Minnesota wants to take that trade, I'm fine with that trade. Minnesota needs draft picks. Minnesota will take that trade. Minnesota needs draft picks. So. They just gave so. it up for what's I hope you're right. That trade. I hope you're absolutely right. I hope you're absolutely right. You know what's funny? You know what's actually funny, I think, honestly? Like, if they don't do something in the next year or two, I think you might, you might be able to pry like someone from the Pelicans. Like, you might be able to pry Zion yeah. if he's not going to be if he's if he doesn't do anything next year. You might be able to approach him too and have a conversation because he's always wanted to go to New York as well too. So it's like, you know, it's it's a possibility. It's not out of this realm, but like Dylan said, you got to get on the phone. You can't just sit back and be like, well, I don't know. Like maybe somebody will show up. Like some yeah, of these for things, bigs, there's only two answers. You got it. Wing gotta players, go. I if the Clippers lose in a crazy fashion or in a weird fashion, I'm calling the Clippers to see how they'd be willing to part ways with either one of those guys. Oh, you might be willing to do that because they signed both of them. What about Bam? Why can't you get Bam? What's wrong with Bam? Uh, rookie contact. You can't have two guys on the same team or trade for a guy max, while also max. having the rookie max. Yeah, Bam's still on his rookie max. Yeah. Can't get the only way you get Bam is if you trade RJ, which is fine. But then fine. you you're undersized because he's your center. You can't really play him at the four. Yeah, you have to. He play doesn't him have the, the offensive five. skill set that Julius has. Yeah, you'd have to play. But Bam then at that five. point, if you invest in Bam, you have to trade Julius. Mm, yeah, yeah. I know you don't want. I know you don't want the unicorn back. So, no, he stinks. If I'm calling Washington <laughs> and seeing what's good with Beal, yeah, but it's the same idea though, right? Like you'd have to get, you'd have to, you have to call around. Beal, I think is gettable. Yeah. Bradley's get, Bradley's gettable. That's I another guy. But gettable. that's the guy I've been pounding the table for, and you guys have told me I've been crazy to ask for you guys to trade for, for Bradley Beal. He, but he doesn't want to go anywhere right now. That's the thing. He uh, has to want to leave. I don't know, man. You know, if you want, you know, I can trade you guys street clothes. That, but that's not with Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal doesn't want to be traded right now. You can have, you can have that motherfucker. You can have just street. like Kevin Love. Kevin Love wanted to get, didn't want to get bought out forever. He was Until like, nah, I'm sick. To. I'm I'm sick. I'm like, I'm good. And then he was like, okay, fine. I'll get bought out. Guys, <laughs> like, guys, I, I like where I'm at. You guys so want when street is clothes? This clock, when does this imaginary clock that you have for the Knicks, when does this clock start for Sacramento? Uh, <laughs> was in the first year. Of this, this is crazy. Like, I don't know what to expect. I need to see another year of Sacramento. Sacramento to me is like the Chargers. It's like when 
Herbert comes out of nowhere that first year, like with De'Aaron Fox is my, is Herbert. He's always been good since he came in. You know, it's like the guy that should have been drafted before ball, just like the guy that should have been drafted before two of those guys. And it's like, he's always been good, but the team has always not been complete. They're doing something now, maybe, but they give me big charges energy. Like, you know, I have a lot of parallels between these NFL teams and NBA teams. Like I really truly in my heart believe that the, the Knicks are the Jets. And honestly, like it's the same trajectory. It's like the Knicks are doing better than expected. And just like the Jets with a superstar. And that's why the Jets are going so hard because they're like, we know if we had a quarterback, we could really make a run. Like not I just really, like, I really and, want that for you. And, and, <laughs> and honestly, just like the Knicks, I think if you guys had a superstar, you realize to yourselves, you could also make a run. But the thing about it is, is like, it's it's hard, right? Because you know you got guys who are underachieving, who should be the guys and superstars that you drafted, and now you're getting people who you asked to come over, and now we're good. Like you just got to get it done. Like we got to get it. We got to get a quarterback. You guys got to get your superstar. I just don't see it as the roster's currently constructed that you guys will do anything worth a damn that you guys will really care about. Like I know you say you care about going into the first round and getting bounced. But you're not going to enjoy that. You're not going to enjoy the Knicks getting to the first round and then losing and then saying, damn, if we had X amount of person to match up with this person, it would have been great. You're going to be like, you're not going to be like, yeah, we got bounced out of the first round. That was good, guys. Like, great work this year. No, I'll say that. I'll say that. I'll say I'm going to be mad that they lost, but I'm going to be very excited about next year because I'm going to expect As we them. are to then take the next step. Just like you're expecting the Jets to take As a step. As we are. Correct. So, like, okay. Well, the thing they, is, the like, Jets and if they know. Go and they lose to Milwaukee in the first round, I'm not going to be mad. Milwaukee's a better team. I'm but not going to be mad know. at that. The Knicks but know here's that. here's the thing. Jets fans right and the Jets now. organization know what they have to do. I think the Knicks That's do, That's what we're though. trying to pull out of you. I think the Knicks but, like, do, bro, though. But, but all right. That's all a perfect in a perfect world. So then we think about the year that that the Knicks went against the Atlanta Hawks. All right, we made the playoffs. We had our most improved player and all that stuff like that. And then the next year we did shit. Did not. They dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. Last year was so frustrating and so angering is because they didn't take a step forward. They took a step back because they did nothing though. They took. They took a step back. If That's the Knicks come out and they do the same thing this year, they like perform really well. They advance in the first round. They do what your expectations are, and then they come out and do nothing. And then they do nothing next year. I'm going to be upset. Oh yeah, I'm going to be upset. Like but I'm not going to be upset this year. I'm not going to be mad. Like I keep saying, when Dylan asked me this at the beginning of the year, I said the same thing since the beginning of the year. I want the Knicks to. I'm literally asking, I would be satisfied and happy if they are one game over 500 and make the first round and get a couple games in the first round. Like, that's exactly what my projection for this team was. But for some reason, y'all want the Knicks to win a championship. I don't. I don't. I never said that. What I'm expecting this team to do. That's a reach on the scale. But y'all are like acting like I'm thinking that this team, I'm saying this team is. Because you're speaking with your chest. A quarter away from winning the championship. (laughs) Like, I don't think the Knicks are on the brink of winning a championship. No. But the Knicks. 
if if the so how many how many what my question is how many times how many times are we going to continue to say I just want mm-hmm. the Knicks to make the playoffs and get mm-hmm. to the first round. If they don't win, mm-hmm. I'm happy what happened this season, this season, right? And then they do nothing, and then they do nothing, and then they make the play. They do well. They make the playoffs. They win a couple games. They get bounced out. Happy with the season. We're making progression, and then they do nothing, and then it's the same cycle. The same cycle. It's not the same cycle because it's what the Knicks have been, players, but what the, the Knicks have cycle. been doing for the last ten years is what you want them to do. Try to get these superstars and try and push <laughs> all the chips on try the table. Try to put yourself in a situation yes. to win. And yes. they fail over and over and over again. When, and when now, this time, they're trying uh, to build a franchise. That's and How long ago was that? Nick fans are ago. being yeah. impatient. Nick fans are unbelievably impatient. Because, like but I said... How are they impatient? Because <laughs> you have... Nick fans that are sitting here trade half the roster for Donovan Mitchell. Yes, because the- it's a superstar league. They haven't tried in like 10 years. They haven't instead legitimately tried in like 10 years. Co- instead of letting the cookie bake. That's what you I'm saying. You don't have a superstar on your team. Don't let the cookie bake. Take him out. So, here, so, here, so here's my thing. So why is it when Rod says, here's my let thing. the Lakers build these draft picks, get all these guys, and then go get a superstar with those players? It's okay for the Lakers. I didn't say that. Because I, I know they're going to – no, no, no. I know exactly what Rod said he wants the Lakers to do. But he's trading them. exactly what he said. Because Mike, I didn't agree with that. But Mike, but, Mike, I'm not asking the Lakers to What did sign... I say when he said that? Do you remember what I said? I said, oh, the 13-year-old. Has a no, lot of value. Yeah, Dylan said that. But the difference between <laughs> what you're using my analogy for is because I don't expect the Lakers in that scenario to do what the Knicks did, which is to sign top five free agents during the process. I want them to just completely be terrible, gather up picks and gather up talented players to Man, trade for superstars. Trade so the, the Why Knicks, can't it be that the Knicks are in that process Because right they're now. signing top five free agents. That's Jalen Brunson's a top five Jalen Brunson, yeah, Brunson was a top five free, free agent, agent last year. He was a top five free agent for the Knicks because he no, the no, he was a top Everybody, five he was a blockbuster sign. He was the yeah, number one out point of guard in the class. class. That is a big get. Jalen Brunson was a top five. Don't try to make him underdog. This, he, yeah, he was, don't, he was don't making his like money. That. Don't talk like that because he was getting maxed out, whether it was you or somebody else. You guys just tampered enough to get him here early. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, literally, you are signing top five free agents. You're putting, you're putting money towards the team. And then you're saying, oh, how can we're not looked at as the underdog? How can we just can't sit here and just basically just build up our draft picks and build through the draft? It's because you're doing half measures. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's like, okay, the Knicks are using money. They're doing their thing. It seems like they want to win. And then you're telling them, oh, but we should go ahead and just be happy that you guys are just going to lose, like just to lose out in the first round because that's part of, quote, unquote, this idea of team building because, you know, like, you can't win the championship half that first time. year that you're doing that the team building. Yes, you will not win a championship half-ass building. I completely agree with you. That's why I'm telling you that the Knicks aren't going to win a championship this year, and that's why you're okay with them losing in the first round. Because, again, they're half-ass building. They're not really pushing their chips in. But here's the thing that Very I'm going to argue for Knicks fans. How long is enough, though? Shut your mouth, Dylan. How long is enough? Not true. 
How long is enough, right? So it's okay for you to wait another five years for them to decide to push their chips in, but it's only been 10. But the other Nick fan who's been watching them for 10 years and who's literally seen all these different players come through the league and go to all these different teams and New York being the Mecca of basketball. And just like the Lakers, because here's the thing, the Knicks had to become a laughing stock. The Knicks were just as much as a Mecca of basketball and a place to go as the Lakers were. That's why you got stat from the free agent. Moves. That's why you had Carmelo Anthony willing to come here and to fight his way out of Denver to come here as well too. But guess what? You know what the Knicks did with that goodwill? They said, let's draft Ronaldo Balkman. Let's draft Landry Fields. Let's go ahead and draft all these bums. And let's when make guys a splash <laughs> and bring Phil Jackson to be our GM. So he and can hire a coach. Both, and of, those of, in, both of those are incorrect, Rods, because both of those players you just named were in the Carmelo Anthony trade. Both of them. How was Amari Stoudemire in the, in the Carmelo Anthony? No, no, no. He's talking no, about Ronaldo Balkman. Ronaldo Balkman and Landry Fields Ronaldo. were both traded yeah, to the Clippers I'm you guys, for Carmelo Anthony, you guys drafted which terrible. means that they were all a part of the nonsense that the Knicks were doing before they decided to push all their chips on the table. But you want to know why you have to make that trade for Carmelo Anthony, Michael? I was happy when they made that trade for Carmelo. I hated that they gave up half the team for Carmelo Anthony. And you know what team? happened? They, the Knicks Raymond up, Felton, fucking uh, Danilo Gallinari, who cares? Uh, fucking all them guys Wilson went on Chandler, to have a who Wilson lived in a wheelchair his whole fucking Mike, career. Guy was always hurt. Career. But it wasn't the fact that they pushed didn't all those have a good players career. away. Wilson Chandler didn't have a good career. Wilson Chandler was hurt every year. All right. No, Raymond Felton. They all stink. No, see, the that's nobody. Did the Knicks win that trade or did Denver win that trade? The but Knicks because they drafted trade. terrible. That's why. Because the they drafted terrible. It's not like Ronaldo Balkman and those guys and all those other guys were just like like fodder. They were actually decent drafts. Jared Jeffries. They blew. they blew those picks. <laughs> Jordan that's not, Hill. That's that's not on like that's not on the fact that like the Knicks were just like, oh my God, they shouldn't have traded all those players. If they had drafted better, it would have been a it would have been a home run. You they wonder just, why you have to make that Carmelo trade? Because if you left it to him in free agency, who knows where the fuck he was going to end up? That's but true. Carmelo too. said he wanted to come to the Knicks. That's why they made the trade. Carmelo they, said they, he, he said the Denver approached and him. Great trade and great trade. They, Denver approached him and asked him where he wanted to go, and he then said, "He, oh, fine, you're gonna trade me, trade me to the Knicks." And that's a great. Denver trade. could have said, "No, you could just go in free agency and not trade him." But they wanted the Knicks could have said, "The Knicks could have said, hey, we're not gonna trade for him because he said he wanted to come to us.'" The problem is, do you know who was also in the mix at that time for Carmelo Anthony? Brooklyn. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Us being involved made force your hand. So who? So so what's the time horizon? What's the time horizon for this current regime that the that the the average the Nick fan right now wants to see them actually like give a, a push to all in trips? Quote, quote, unquote, if the like Knicks can't, if the Knicks do nothing again, you have to fire the whole front office. What's what's the timeline, Mike? What's what? When do you expect them? To- <laughs> No, 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 listen, no, listen. That's wild to me. No, no, no. If I'm the Knicks come out and do nothing. No, but I'm, no, but I'm asking you. So, wait, what's not, what do you mean by nothing? I'm asking the, the question. They add a couple role players, like a couple of guys who are, have expiring contracts leave, and they only add a couple role players. 
They don't do anything to actively make the team better. What's the time horizon? If they don't make the team better and it's reflective on the court, after next season, you have to get rid of everybody. They don't do anything and the team still gets better on the court. So, so that's what I'm saying. Define so get better. If, they're, if they lose in the playoffs the same place they lost the year before, is that getting better? Stay but it's not. It's, it's not just the fact that we lost in class. We perform like dog shit in the playoffs. Yeah. Like that's why we, I said if you go to the same spot, I'm okay with a good fight in around in the first round. I'm okay with that. Every year you're okay with a good fight. In no, not every no, year. I'm, no, no, I'm just talking. About, five, six years no, I'm just talking. No, I'm talking. Oh, so that's what I'm asking. No, his question was, "What is the timeline for the time the horizon?" I said, "If this Stand year on it. you." Stand. You, you're asking a question, but it's still a little vague. That's why. No, okay, so here's what I'm going to so say. Here's my answer on, to this. What are you asking? Because if you put it that way and we I'm give a small ask. answer, I see you start to move a little bit on the goal. Stand on something so, so they I'm can trying know to exactly ask. I'm trying to ask. Like, so what's the here's time my interpretation of this. So when they should be competed for. A when you should start firing like your GM and your your director of basketball yeah, operations. Firing people. But you have to, right? That's that's the business of basketball. If people aren't getting the job done, you have to move on from them. So right now we're in this current situation. I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt. You guys are going to win in the first round. I don't care who your opponent is. And then you're going to get, you're going to lose in the second round. If worldwide West and all those guys come out there and they give you nothing, then you have to start like thinking, okay, they really just think this team is going to advance by itself. Has it been there? Has it been five years? It's been it's about been four or five years. years. It'll be four years at this point. No, but right? keep going, keep going. It's going to be four years at this years. point, correct, Mike? It'll but be down, keep four. going, keep going. So it'll be year four. At that point, if you just let the team organically grow as opposed to try to actively improve by implanting an influx of talent, whether it's one superstar or more superstars or, or better players, better role players to improve on what you actually have, then you have to sit there and like, okay, Let's start the clock. If you go and you get to the same exact spot you were in the year prior, you win the first round. Let's say you're the same seed. Four, let's say you finish up this year at the five seed with 43 wins to let make Mike happy, right? 43 wins. Just so you just say I'm trying to shortcut the Knicks here and I give you an extra win so I'm not hating, right? And then next year you finish as the four seed as opposed to the five seed. You win the first round and you lose in five again. The same exact way. And then well, the offseason off starts season, to approach. They well, have to do something. They have yeah, to I, so I would expect so them an extra up. year. Yeah, I'll give them an extra year. Something up. I think but I'm not firing them at the end of that Listen, year. That's Listen. ridiculous. Because I, I want the team to organically you, grow. At least in the. I, I just straight up just want to know when do you, what's your time horizon for when the Knicks should be competing for championships? That's all I want to know. Because if you're banking on an organic build for a team who has not been able to organically build anything, you're going to be waiting for a while. saying that, but this regime has not failed over and over again. But listen, however you want to build it, has organically grown. This franchise is in a significantly better spot than it was three years ago. Significantly mm-hmm. better. Yes, that's what y'all are not I, understanding. No, no, this I agree. Has, this franchise has gotten better every year since Worldwide West has gotten here. It has literally gotten better every year. Last year was a step back. But nobody keeps your job forever. Nobody keeps their job forever. Nobody keeps your job question, Ross? My question was: the answer to Ross's question is they should be competing for a championship in the next two to three years. 
Two to three yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. Two years. Two years for me. So two years. Yeah. Yeah. The, right. So if they're not competing for a championship in two years, then what? Because you guys just told looked at me crazy when I said you have to start the timer. Then what? However, what however, time of this year? No, listen. However, however, however you want them to construct the roster. I said whoever set, is, the, whoever, set the timer after you free agency. So you set the timer. I didn't say years. when yet. Two years. Because if I they mean, do nothing, Billy, we're setting the timer now. Then, Rod's answer this question is setting the timer now. I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not asking, saying set no. the timer. I'm just asking. I'm no, just but asking I'm saying, Rod, Dylan, Dylan is literally we're setting the timer right now. It doesn't matter if, if we're setting I, it now if I or a year from now. We're setting the, the timer. Next. If I'm the owner of the Knicks and this offseason coming up, you do nothing, I'm setting the timer. How long? Are you because the most. It for? Because now I have I have to see how this team grows. I'm setting it for the free agency of next year. If if you do nothing in that next free agency period, so if the Knicks make the playoffs this year, losing the first round, for no, some I reason, said I said win the first round, lose win the, the first round. round, win the first round, do nothing in the off season of significance besides the draft picks, mm-hmm. and then next year do the same, do the same or do thing, worse? do the same thing. Again, finish top five, top four seed, and then losing the second round. You're fine. And then, you're fine. No, I'm. I'm waiting to see what free agency does because if free agency comes and goes, like, that, why would you let that man make any decisions if you're because because according to you, Worldwide West has done a great job in the last three years he's been there. You're going to give him another shot to try to improve on this team. If he doesn't improve on this team, then that off season after the fact, you have to start. Giving him that you, season? Like, you firing him before the season starts? No, I'm going to what fire him halfway. So you're still halfway giving point. him two more years. I'm giving him the halfway point because if he goes to the trade deadline after signing nobody and does nothing, he's fired. Yeah, I think the because halfway point is gone. where everybody makes their decisions anyway. We I just mean, saw so it. that is why I said two GMs years to get fired. So that's where they're going to get fired. So you guys this should be year, competing for champ the championship. In I give it a years. year and a half outside of this season. And when I say well, so, what and because when I'm saying competing for championship, I'm thinking the Knicks are in the same air that we're talking about Denver and Boston and Milwaukee. Like all of those teams are competing for a championship. Correct. That I don't know that. which one of them is going to win no, it. No, I no. Don't, but though all those 100%. teams think they can win, whether 100%. or not they will or not. All those to even Memphis to a degree. I think Memphis yeah, thinks Memphis that they thinks can win they a championship. Can win. Yeah. They can win it this year. So we're, I just want to make that clear that you we're, in we're not sitting here. You want the Knicks to look like fucking Phoenix? No, 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 no. We're in agreement. So I said, I said, competing for championships. Like you know, like like this team coming into the season is a championship contender. So as the roster is built now, and, and you're saying two years, right? So the question is, is and I followed up with it. If they don't, then then what? you can start. Then you can start looking at getting rid of him. So I think at because the trade deadline. Of a year and a half, you you cut bait with them, you fire them, you see what you play off for the rest of the season, and then the next offseason you don't give him another shot because then you have to move on because you're in that two to three year window that you you said you don't get better if you go three years of being in the same spot after already being here for three years and you don't get better and your trade deadline comes through and you don't do anything to improve. That's, that's what's like saying. you're you're also throwing this they they're just gonna sit on their hands and not do anything. Like that's hard to believe that 
There's a precedent for them doing that. There's a precedent for them doing that. There's a precedent for them doing that, though. Is it not? No, they win, a, they, win, they win the playoffs, they made noise, and then they did nothing. The Knicks, this regime has done something at the trade deadline every year except for last year. If you add no, another Josh Hart season, to this though. team in a year, that doesn't move the needle. But I would argue that their in-season trades have been great. That's why I'm saying you give him the trade deadline. <laughs> if That's what I'm like. Am I wrong for giving him more time? I don't because I'm, I'm just confused. Like I don't. It like I said. It sounds like you're just w- wanting to fire him now. Like no, I, I said give they, him a year and a half. They're not ready. Outside of if this they're season. not ready next year. Fire him now, and that no. just doesn't make sense. To Do you, me. So my only if they reason don't go why star next year, fire him. The only reason why this I is think what it I makes say sense. when you when you mention the Knicks, and you get emotional. I'm saying give him another year and a half. And like you just and you're getting emotional of. Trying to find cute ways to fire Leon Rose. We're trying to get him to no. agree to when are we going to fire Leon Rose? Like, do you want me to speak to the Nets and when I think years, we should fire Sean Marks? Years, I think both. I think, I think, I think Sean Marks two to three, three years. I've been saying Not that for like at least a year, with, a year now. If the sun rises this wet, two to three years, they should be competing for a championship. If not, we got to look at the front Could, office and I'm, see, like, Mike, what are we doing? I'm, I'm building my prediction on, or what I – my timeline based on your – what you're telling me. The problem so, is – When did they get to the Knicks, right? You said three years ago. That puts them in the year 2020. My timeline gives him to 2025. Halfway through the 2025 season. That is much longer than an average GM gets. To sit here and try to build a team to contend for a championship. And all of a sudden, I'm wrong for trying to fire a guy. I'm trying to fire a guy for potentially doing nothing. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And that's why I don't understand. Why would we assume that they're going to do nothing? I don't understand. In the last three years, what have has he actually done besides bring Jalen Brunson and extend R.J. Barrett? He brought in Derrick Rose. Which was a significant. Yes, he did bring him there. I'm, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying no. But wow, real needle mover. It did move the needle, J- Dylan. It did. D- Jalen R- Derrick Rose was a significant boost to that team making the playoffs uh, back in 2020. J- Derrick Rose was a Excellent. big. What did he part do the next that. year? They didn't do anything that offseason. That was the problem. And then they felt because they pushed, they thought that they had more juice in Derrick Rose than they roll did. And then Derrick Rose got roll, hurt. Roll, and then Knicks fell apart. The if you have the the core already. So improving on role players and not improving on your core doesn't win you championships. Improving your role players when you have an established core win you championships. If your I mean, core is Julius Randle and RJ Barrett. That's not what you do. Bringing in Jalen Brunson is awesome. I think that's a great start to, like, advancing. Now it's R.J. Barrett's not getting out to what he was supposed to be. If he doesn't do anything about replacing R.J. Barrett or making sure R.J. Barrett develops into what he's supposed to be, i.e. being a more consistent basketball player, then, yeah, you have to start moving on. If he doesn't acknowledge that, then you have a failure running your, your basketball operations. Leon Rose and Will R. West need to get out of here. But, again, I'm giving them five and a half years to put the Knicks in a situation that is much better than they found it in. And I'm the hater because I'm trying to make sure the Knicks do better. You're looking for reasons to fire 
That's what you're doing. Because the only reason he gets fired is if he doesn't do his job. Dylan but sounds you like literally just sat here. It, you just sat here and tried to say, well, what has he done to improve the team? And then when I listed it, you tried to downplay it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to downplay role this players. This man has improved this team since he got here. I understand that. He's done a good job, but in order you that's put making a team like not horrible. And now we if need your him bar is making a team job. not horrible, that sucks. But you have but now to I let need him to go from being and a give good him a team chance to a great to team. A great give him a chance to make it a great team. As y'all keep saying five it's and not a half easy. years is 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 not enough but time. Dylan, you keep saying five and a half years, but he's gone from bad to good in three. And now you're good. Now he him, needs to go to good from great. Now you're right? going, you want him to go. I'm from, following so, your timeline. So that's two years to go from good to great. I'm giving you your not timeline. five, two. You're giving him two years to go from good. Then to why great. do you expect it out of him? Because I think he can do it. Perfect. So I'm following your timeline, and if he doesn't do it in two years, then he needs to go. But correct? just trying to change the narrative that he's had five years to take a good team and make it great. That's not what's happening. That's here. not what I said. Yeah, it's That's not what I said. You said he'll have five and a half years to make this team great. Yes. Ignoring he will have crack, had five years. Ignoring the dumpster fire that it was when he got here. So if you're gonna he sit here and get fired. mad at somebody, get mad at he you. Get, fired get mad at you get them over for the saying hump. you want the Knicks to be competing for a championship job. in two years. Get mad at you, this not me. This, this, is, the, this is the Jets the parallel, by the way, too. I'm not saying to win a championship. This is, this is a very Jets parallel thing right now. If he builds this team that makes you guys a contender, mm-hmm. then he keeps his job. Right now, if you've been here for the whole rebuild. To the point where you are a good team, and you just set a two-year, a two-year timetable for competing for a championship, Michael. You should not get mad at me for when I say if you don't meet your two-year timetable, that he should be fired. This is this is this is literally the Robert Sala argument. And Dylan's on the other side of the fence right now. This is literally I'm not on the other side of the fence. What Robert Sala did in two years is much different than what Leon Rose has currently done. But the Knicks were awful, and Leon Rose brought these guys to literally being number four or five in their division. And the Jets were literally like number four in their division. Number like no, the Jets no, the Jets (laughs) at the point no no at this point in in relative to where they were, the Jets were actually pretty darn good. But but. They decided to do nothing in the trade deadline, knowing that their quarterback was statistically awful, and they ran Raz, with him. You're asking for somebody to go awful. and get a a good quarterback in the middle of the season. Oh, like we're asking That's Mike, stupid. Oh, like them to go get the trade deadline at the trade deadline. I just trade deadline to get like. I just watched the Lakers go and get D'Angelo Russell. Is he a superstar? No, he's not a superstar. I watched the Lakers go get Jared Vanderbilt. Is he a superstar? No, he's not a superstar. But he is the correct complimentary pieces for your team. I just watched the Lakers go get Malik Beasley. Is he a superstar? No, he's a really good rotational piece for a team that has a what? Foundation. Where, did, where was Malik Beasley so, at? So what, was, so what is Josh Hart? Where was, Josh Hart's great, but you don't have a real core. Where was Malik Beasley at? Where is he, in Denver? Yes, he was at the end of the bench. Well, Minnesota. And Minnesota. Minnesota. They were they were they were giving Minnesota. him away because he had all those allegations. That was an easy pickup. Mm-hmm. Easy pickup. 
That was so easy. So I'm not I'm not telling the Knicks to go and pull a Phoenix Suns and trade for Kevin fucking Durant. Yeah, you are. So it sounds like. That'd be fire. That's what it sounds like. That'd be sick. That'd be fire, though. That'd be sick, but that's what the offseason's for. That's what I want the Knicks to do. I want the Knicks to just go. I want the Knicks to go ham. I want them to get like a like a top five player on the Knicks. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. And that would be great. The Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks fans deserve that. But Knicks All I'm fans saying don't. Is at the end of the day, if more that. superstars get traded and the Knicks aren't on the phone or and they're not going to the Knicks, that's a problem. That's 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 my issue, right? So it's really stemming from that every other team that is actually like that's playoff worthy feels like they deserve to have a top five player because their team shows any semblance of making the playoffs. But for some reason, the Nick fans don't believe and don't feel like they deserve a top five player. I don't understand that. Oh, that's not true. Why don't so? So, I mean, like if that's the case, because every you Nick give fan up, wanted them to trade Grimes, RJ, top in quickly, Tibetho. <laughs> Walt Frazier, trade the whole fucking franchise to Donovan Mitchell. They wanted all of them gone. Seven picks. He's a top it. 10 player, though. So the bar was even lower. So they even, they, the Knicks fans thought they deserved at least a top 10. I think the he Knicks also fans should be a top five players. players. They're just certain. Listen, I, and I, I'm, and call me crazy, right? I just believe, and I, I believe in this. I think there's just certain markets that deserve to have premier talent. Not only is it good for the sport, I think it's good for the fan bases because historically, those places have fans. You can make a case about Miami being, eh, but for the most part, like, you know, no, no knock on, no knock on the Miami Heat fans, you know, and Dolphins <laughs> fans. Um, they don't but, deserve what they but, got. But, no. but, but, listen, listen. I didn't say that. Mike said that. Viewers, I didn't they say don't that. What they got. Right? No, I what I'm what saying, saying is, is the league is better when the Cowboys are better. Okay. The league is. Do you know how much better, the better the league is if the New York Knicks employed a top five player? The New York right. Knicks it's, it's are one of the most storied and valuable franchises in all of sports, and they've been awful for ten years. If they employed a top five player, it would literally lead to massive revenue for the league, and and just and just sports of basketball would just probably be across everything that you've seen. Like that's 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 what I'm talking about, right? And I think the franchise owes it to their fans to try their best at any time, any year in the market like New York to try to get a top five player here. Because guess what? You know what a top five player does for you? That little two-year timeline you're talking about, that becomes five years. That becomes, I need them to try to make the playoffs this year, next year. That also makes everyone else say, dang, man, like New York and coming to the Garden, it's unbearable to play there. It's unbearable to play there. It's it's just a different it's a different thing. And I'm telling you that as a Lakers fan because it was always different for us. It was always different. You couldn't walk into the Staples Center now, which is crypto. You couldn't walk into the Staples Center and Kobe Bryant was in there and not feel like no matter how stacked your team was, that you were just gonna walk out there and just blow them out. 
until the man was nearly 40 with a torn Achilles, couldn't barely shake your hand, and his knees were made out of just all bone, it was still that's when that's when you thought, okay, I can walk in here and win. But anytime before that, it doesn't matter if the if the Lakers were awful. You couldn't walk into there and just think you was gonna walk in and just walk out and just sweep the Lakers like that. You're crazy. I want the Knicks to trade for Trey Young so I can watch Mike just internally fight himself. You guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. about, What to do. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, and you know what I'm talking about. Because he will be available. The Knicks fans deserve that. (laughs) That's that's what I don't get. Is they haven't had a GM who's willing to be like, you know what? I don't care. By all means, by any means necessary. Bring However, if in. if he if Leon Rose were to go get Trey Young and have him in a backcourt with Jalen Brunson, he needs to be fucking fired because <laughs> you cannot put these two small guards as you, your fucking backcourt. <laughs> and, and 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 let me be clear because I didn't say this. That was a shame. That was an absolute shame and a black eye to the New York Knicks that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant had the nerve to walk into New York City and not even consider staying at the New York Knicks. Didn't even consider it. They they literally said they were gonna go to the Brooklyn Nets. No offense, Dylan. Compared to the Knicks, the fuck are the Brooklyn Nets? There's a lot of context to that. No, no, no. But I mean, like historically, though. Historically, though. Historically, do you think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving would have made the same impact? On the New York on the on the New York Knicks, no, it would have been greater than that. If they would have stepped into the Garden together, it would have been supernova. It would have been crazy. But if they would have pulled crazy. this, if they would have pulled this with the Knicks, it would have been ten times worse. But the, 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 but well, the, the problem is, 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 is yeah, definitely would. It's the butterfly effect. If it would have yeah. been anywhere else, it wouldn't have happened. It, it would have probably wouldn't have happened. It probably wouldn't have happened. It probably it probably would. There's no way. Like I like I mentioned, it's just it's hollow ground, man, and like. The Nets are, the, you know, the Nets are also, you know, shout out to the Nets, though, because they built their legacy up. Shout out to the Nets because they built their legacy up because now. The Nets also put them in itself in a situation to trade all the draft picks they accumulated for mm-hmm. one of these stars who's going to be crying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Nets are trying to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. And they're not dumb for trying to do that. You have to do that every every time a superstar is available. If you don't put yourself mm-hmm. your name in the hat, you're just going to be sitting there in purgatory. If the Nets Listen. bring the same roster next year, purgatory. Listen, I'm telling you this right now, man. As great as Josh Allen is, and he's on that Buffalo Bills team, Bills Mafia, everyone's great like that. If Josh Allen was on the New York Jets or the New York Giants. He would be horrible. And he had the same impact, though. <laughs> and he wasn't horrible, like Dylan said. And he had the same – he was the same Josh Allen on either one of those teams. Josh Allen would have been on the Wheaties box. The problem is, when you do a comparison like that, we we only know what Josh Allen is because of hindsight. But when you put him on an Adam Gase team or a Todd Bowles team or a uh, who the fuck was the, the Giants head coach before McAdoo. Ben McAdoo team, Josh Allen is not Josh Allen. Josh Allen is just like Tyree Jackson. I mean, we'll, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we're going off the fact of what <laughs> we know. Yeah, we're right? going off the rails. Yeah, um, but like it's all different. It's all the, the butterfly effect. And let's let's get right to it and just straight no tangent, yes or no. Heard you. Damn. Are the Knicks making the playoffs? Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Are the Lakers making the playoffs? No. Yes. No. Are the Warriors making the no. playoffs? No. Yes. <laughs> what was that? That was a really tough yes. Actually, no, yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, yes they are. Yes, a hell no. Yes. Last one. Are the Bulls making the playoffs? Ooh. Where are they right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to go say no. no. Oh, uh, boy, they stink. They might make the play-in. Hey, uh, uh, does the plan count as a playoffs or no? Yes, I'm I'm considering the play in the playoffs. I'm sorry, I'm considering the play in. Nah, nah, I can't. I mean, well, if you're gonna consider, they'll be in the play in. Yeah, but they won't be playing. Yeah, they'll they'll be in the play in. Count as a playoffs. Then I mean, they can probably sweep in. I'll I'll say yes if they can sweep in. Yeah, I I don't recall who's the 12th or 10th seed right now. I can't tell you. The Raptors are the nine. The Wizards are the ten. The Bulls are the eleven. Yeah, the Bulls can. The, the Bulls can. Yeah, Wizards. They're two games behind them. Yeah, they can. They can probably overtake the Wizards. I'll say. Knicks yeah. fell in love with Zach Levine in the trade deadline. Maybe he comes Nick Nick in the off season. That would be something that wouldn't get Leon Rose fired. We were so close to pulling that trigger too. No, you weren't. <laughs> there was. Well, that's what it felt back. like. No, it's just there was one report that came out, and then a bunch of reports were like they talked, but like that's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> they made it seem like at any minute we were just going to get him to us. I don't know Always what you were looking at because that never happen. was it. <laughs> that never was that circumstance. <laughs> All right. Twitter uh, live. Yeah, so that's it. Clippers, are they a title contender? Yes. Believe it or not, like, Russ plays well with this team. Very well. They lost again tonight, but <laughs> Russ plays well with this title team. contender. Yeah. No. That's the hate in you. It's not. Oh, uh, before they can't James get out their loses. own way, Dylan. They can't. They just can't get out their own way. I really like that talent on that team too. I was just thinking, what if Kawhi came that time, but he didn't. James. Okay. Uh, is uh, yes to all of the teams that we said before. <laughs> Even with Pat Bev. Even with no. Pat Bev. No <laughs> to the Bulls. James loves and no Pat to Bev. The Cl- no to the Clippers. I'm mm. going to say the Clippers will make the playoffs and probably lose, depending on matchup, second round at, at best. Because When is Bones knows, Highland going to get playing time? They're gonna lose to the Suns. That's guaranteed. They're gonna lose to the Suns. They're gonna lose to the Denver or the Suns. Some random, some, some, some one of those teams is gonna. I don't say Denver at all. Denver so. is not random. Losing to Denver is not random. No, I mean they're gonna lose in a random fashion. Like they're not gonna just oh. like get beat. It's always gonna be like, you know, it's it's they're the Clippers. I don't believe something in random is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, excuse me. Are the Nuggets being un- overlooked? Yes. Nope. Nope. Yes. You have them in the car. I, I think they're being overlooked. Yes. I think you Jamal I think I think Jamal Murray finally we get a chance to get him back into gear. I think he's gonna show out in the playoffs. He's been waiting for this for a long time. 
you have them in the conference finals or the second round? Second round. Second round. They'll be in the second round, but I don't think they're an actual contender. I think defensively, Jokic is going to get exposed again. He's a cone. He's a fucking traffic cone. Have you watched him? You could put a traffic cone out there, and he will do the same thing on defense that Nikola Jokic does. You pull him out the way they used to expose Gobert's fraud defensive numbers. They're going to pull to Jokic, who also is, one, not a good defender at all, and they're going to make him look like fucking Winnie the Pooh out there, just fucking stumbling over his feet looking for a jar of honey. James is trying to say that they're going to win the title. Yeah, he's fucking Whoa, wrong. No, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I'm going to have to say nay to that. They have a chance. They do have I a don't, chance, but... I, don't I think they can get to the finals. If a healthy but, Lakers team runs into that Nuggets team in the first round... Which they won't. It, yeah, that's such a hypothetical at this point. LeBron not, James, though. I think LeBron James like either like tore a ligament or like broke his... Gets healthy <laughs> and they will themselves to that eight spot. That's trouble. I think if the Pelicans get healthy and they get the eight spot, that's trouble. That's my dark horse team to go to the second round and make some noise is the New Orleans Pelicans. If Zion can get healthy and get on the court, they possess healthy, a massive mismatch. For Denver, they're so deep, it's ridiculous. So deep, and then they're imagine so Zion switches out to Jokic on the perimeter, and he's <laughs> just like, Yo, I'm a fucking Mack truck, <laughs> buried. Uh, yeah, and how far do you have um, James's Kings going? Ooh. Um, nah, first round. Because first round exit? at this point, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on they'll take, hold they'll take it to hold six or seven. On, it'll, be a, it'll be six or seven games. I can take it from here. You guys can chill out. ISO, ISO. Not too much on the Kings, all right? Not too much on the Kings, all right? <laughs> I like the beam. Uh, the Kings are like currently the three. Like if the, they stay like top the four. If the Kings have to meet up with the Clippers, they're out. They I think the out. Kings are yeah, out regardless. Out. I think the Kings are out regardless. Yeah, the Kings are just out regardless. No, I think there's a way the Kings beat the Mavs. Uh, yeah, no. The Mavs don't play defense. Uh, they play a lot of offense. But the Kings are deep too, though. You the know? Kings are very deep. And mm-hmm. the Kings play defense and have one of the more efficient offenses in basketball. So I don't really give a fuck what Luka and Kyrie could do if <laughs> the best players on the Kings are in the backcourt. And Cook. Yeah, they lost their Phoenix Smith and all them to stop the Harrison Barnes of that team. Yeah. Sabonis is on that team, right? Yes. Sure he's is. nasty. And yeah, they, they don't they have a big who could play defense like that on the interior, yeah. and he could pull them out. Yeah. So I mean, the Kings present a matchup nightmare for Dallas. Yeah, I can see that. If they're just too quick, too fast, too young. Like I think they and and they're deep. They are fucking deep. And I think it's it's vice versa because it's matchup problems for the Kings as well. They have to guard Kyrie and Luca. Yeah, but after one through five, it's really just your Luca and your Kyrie matchup nightmares. The Kings as a whole, 
are a matchup nightmare for the Dallas team. Yeah, they're just a young team. I don't see them making the right adjustments to do it. Well, we'll see. That's uh, no, where Mike Brown's a good coach. Mike Brown's a good coach. Mike Brown is a good coach. And right will be in top three for coach of the year. He Dylan. should be. He should so, be. Like, I'm still historic. So one year makes us forget all the other times he's been horrible. I'm going to abstain from the Mike Brown is a good coach talk. Uh, <laughs> from my experience. Like, I, one, my year, experience. one year absolves everyone, I guess. I can only talk from my experience. Mike Brown. I don't know. This 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 podcast likes to ignore like the past of players slash coaches for one year. Mike Brown is good though. <laughs> I'm just saying, like from from you know, your mileage may vary. Remember when we were talking say. good about Daniel Jones and then he had that playoff <laughs> game and then it was like, oh shit, no, no he is Dylan, bad. Dylan, stop, he is bad. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> He had a bad can't, game versus a great team. So can't do that, man. He reverted back to he reverted back to who he actually can't was. do that, man. Hey, we I don't forget the whole sample size. I just don't overrate over a year. Yeah. I mean I mean the Kings I think Mike Brown deserves that round. coach of the year award. He I hope he wins does. it too. I hope he wins it too. Not going to, but I think it's gonna go to Mike Malone. I see that too. I think Boston's coach is gonna get it. Oh Uh, yeah, yeah. never mind. Never mind. Yeah, good call. call. Good call. But still, Mike Mike Brown should absolutely be in the conversation. All right. Uh, Is there anything else for basketball? We have to bet. It's a wheel spin. can't wait for the Lakers. The wheel of doom. Will Smith. You better hope that they don't make the playoffs, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith, man. You're going to lose-lose with that because, you know, Dylan controls the Will Spin, so he's going to put <laughs> hot chip on every... <laughs> every <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't pay me. You can't pay me to do the hot chip challenge. No way. <laughs> oh, hey. Rods, have yeah. you seen the, have you seen the Wheel of Death? Dylan, do you have that? No, I've seen the Wheel of Death. Oh, uh, let me see if I have it. Have I've seen I've seen your hot chip challenge though. <laughs> that was tough. That was tough to watch, bro. That was tough to watch. That was ah, very I do. Yeah, let me see this wheel again. <sighs> see what you got yourself into. <laughs> <laughs> so blindly. Spin, will spin. <laughs> Look at some of those. I, I, champ's choice. I will. I will assume will be whoever wins the challenge gets to choose. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Anthony, let's say the Lakers won and made to the, the playoffs. Let's see what you'd be doing. We'll take Super Bowl party off. That doesn't count. We'll respin. Oh yeah. Remove. Figure something to put in there. NBA Finals party. You would be doing a TikTok dance video. Fuck that. I better win now. Anthony out here doing the fucking renegade for the folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. 
I just want to rock by Uzi Vert. Oh, the Uzi. Oh. <laughs> Pretty girls walk like. <laughs> hip slap. Anthony doing the hip slaps. <laughs> Anthony lose control, man. <laughs> uh, I think we should uh, yeah, let's provide see. options for him at that point. <laughs> on rods make sure if you have any ideas for the wheel just hit me and i will mm-hmm. i will put them on the wheel yes sir yes sir that fun fact that wheel will be there for march madness as well yes that is uh the consequence of the loser of march madness and if mike loses again he has to get two wheels get two spins <laughs> by the way gentlemen we are almost officially a month out from the start of the major league baseball Regular season, mm-hmm. love it. What's the Yankees' first series? I don't know. Who are the Reds playing? Yeah, let's talk about the Reds, Anthony. <laughs> let's not talk about the how many Reds. wins. Yeah, uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not, I'm not, Cody Williams. I, I'm not. I'm not on that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an MLB. Cody Williams. You should have faith, more faith this season because you already won your bet against them. Cody Williams, light the beam. <laughs> well, Dylan's bet last year was a little extreme. Well, you see, my bet, I went out my shield. I knew I picked the losing bet, but I went out my shield. Oh, there you go, Anthony. Yeah, open the season against Pittsburgh. Oh, oh yes. 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 Pittsburgh. Oh, and three. Then the Cubs. <laughs> Shut up, Dylan. Pittsburgh, Dylan. then the Cubs. Then O'Neal Cruz. Oh, six. We, 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 always be, no, we always beat the Pittsburgh. Shut up. We always Wait, beat so the Pirates. The O'Neal Cruz hits for 400. 400. <laughs> four hundred. Four hundred. Three triples. The Cubs were kind of like. Up and down, they beat us. We beat them. You know. What an easy for start! Pittsburgh, what an easy for the start. Cubs, my goodness. And then at Philly for three. Uh, oh shit! Atlanta for three. That's oh fuck! Too. I predict then Bryce Harper's going to hit two cycles <laughs> in that series. God, and have, and have a game where he hits five home. I like Hunter Green, though, man. Yo, uh, they put us at the Braves and at the Phillies. For, oh, I might, I uh, might, have, I might have to pull up for some of these games, man. It was, <laughs> was good, but listen, like, ah, uh, I, I didn't even, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can deal with IKF as shortstop again. I don't know. If, they I don't better know if I can do bring that. Volpe up or any of these other young guys. Please, please, the fuck out of here, please. It begins. Please make him IKF put him on the first airplane to fucking Siberia. Caraza, please. And if you think otherwise, you're wrong. You know, you know, I, you know, I, I really want Mike. That you, so but bad. you, 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 IKF not good. IKF He's no not. good. I, I like Peraza. I like Peraza. So you should be joining this, this, this like picket fence or or the the fucking picket line where. We're striking with the, with the, the New York Yankees forks. with the pitchforks and the mob. We're, we're, we're a mob. We are out there with our pitchforks and picket signs saying fucking <laughs> fire IKF, fucking send him fucking anywhere else. Hicks and IKF can't see the field, man. These Trade them to, be... to Beijing for the statue of <laughs> Stefan Marbury outside Bench of the players. Beijing Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> and have them just clean the dugout. Have the statue just there outside of Yankee Stadium. Stefan Marbury. 
outside of Yankee Stadium just to get those two off. Get them out of here. All right. Uh, we're the only one that's quickly, I don't know, because, you know, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Who saw the fight? I read the script. <laughs> Jake Paul mm. went out and caught that first L. Good fight. It was According to him, he still won because he said he won thirty million. So he's so he mad. He was so million. mad too, and he's like, he was like, "Yeah, I won. I don't care. I won. You know, the game of life." That's such a bitch thing to do. <laughs> the game of life. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was like going off about how he like won. Yeah, I mean, he did win thirty million dollars. I wish I had thirty million dollars. I wish. Yeah, absolutely. But no, it was a much better fight than I thought it was going to be. Fucking Tommy Fury, huh? He still stinks, but man, he Dude, followed that Dylan game plan of just to a T. The gypsy blood of just hey, I'm gonna hold this jab out, follow up with a straight right, and then I'm gonna follow up with a one two, and then I'm gonna just keep doing the same fucking thing all fight. And Jake's not gonna just do it at all. <laughs> I got into a, I don't say an argument, but I got into it with my brother because I told him, I watching the fight thought that Tommy Fury enabled that uh, picture perfect. Lennox Lewis jab jab hold technique to a T. Jab jab hold. Jab jab hold. And I thought he I thought he did it to perfection. I mean, because that's how you smother someone with power. Jab jab hold. Mm-hmm. But he didn't think that uh Tom he thought that Jake Paul was holding most of the fight, which I didn't think so. But I didn't think Tommy did a ton of holding, but uh I could definitely see what you're talking about. Definitely slow Jake down, force Jake to put his head down a lot more and throw overhands, which he likes that punch anyway, but he was throwing it way too wild, and he was losing balance a lot when he was throwing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw some of the highlights look like that. And and Tommy, Tommy was hitting him with some good, like, check hooks, check mm-hmm. shots on those two. So, mm-hmm. like, his game plan was spot on. But again... When you're fighting a guy who really hasn't fought any professional boxers and has beat up like social media characters and about the social YouTubers and stuff, like it's probably really easy when you have your brother's like one of the greatest heavyweight boxers all time. Uh, just saying, all right, lad, just uh, one, two, all fight. (laughs) It's the gypsy blood, man. And then, yeah, one, two, all fight, royalty, all fight. Oh, if I could and they're it. gonna run it back, and I will watch they're it again. Run it back, and he's going to. I think he's gonna knock Jake out in a rematch because I think he, Jake's gonna walk into an uppercut in the next fight because that uppercut was there all night, and he just didn't throw it. So, if Tyson Fury is in his corner and watches that film, you can't tell me that Tyson Fury doesn't see that uppercut sitting there begging to be thrown because me, a novice boxing fan, could see that uppercut was begging to to be thrown so we'll see but yeah that kudos all had to, to jake, go though. kudos to jake for actually getting there fighting finally a boxer all it means to me is if he would have fought the guy he was supposed to fight like last year uh hasim rockman uh he would have beat the shit out of jake <laughs> he would have beat the shit out of jake because he's naturally like uh, a heavyweight, I think, or a, cru- no, a cruiserweight. He's naturally a cruiserweight. 
and he was having to come down and he was having trouble making weight. And he was like, oh, I'll catch the fight him a check weight, a catch weight. And Jake was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> He's going to get his fucking ass beat. Get Rockman like I seen Rockman. But they were only a pound apart. I would still check this. Though. Yeah. They weren't fighting they were, that cruiserweight. No, they were fighting in between. So. Which is crazy. Because Jake, Jake, yeah, Jake usually fights at like 185-ish. So they were right around there. What, Jake was like eight, 183. Tommy was like 184 and a half. So which they were is, right around there. Which is interesting that boxing doesn't have a 185 weight class. It's weird. They have five five pound weight classes all the way through up until you hit that. You hit 175 for light heavyweight and then mm-hmm. it just... Just like in the UFC, they have 185 and then right up to 205. Weird. I, I do want to mention that um, Patrick Kane is a New York Ranger. Dylan, play the music. Oh, 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 fuck you, Mike. I told you to go talk shit. Whoa, oh, 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 Told you once we got Patrick Kane, I was gonna start talking shit to you. And now here we are. Patrick Kane's a Nick. I prophesized it. I will the it. Nick. I mean the, the, the Rangers, same building, same shit. Fucking <laughs> same owner. But it happened. I willed it to existence. Now we will be talking shit about hockey. Going Surprisingly, forward. same owner, too. It's so weird. Except he lets the hockey guys run the hockey thing. Right. He's finally started to let the basketball guys maybe run it. <laughs> After he uh, goes and takes a facial recognition software to find all the people who talk shit about him and kick him out of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, man. it was a good fight. I'd watch Tommy Fury fight Jake Paul again. I would absolutely, especially because I didn't pay for it. I would have not paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, y'all have your fun. Meanwhile, the Devils also made a trade, but you know, it's cool. I will. Is it Patrick fucking Kane? No. Then I don't care. <laughs> He's Anthony, back. Just, just remember this, Anthony. Just remember. He's back linked <laughs> up. He's linked up with his boy, the bread man. They're back. They're back together. Like it's 2014 all over. Again. I used to play NHL 10 with Patrick Kane on the fucking cover of that game. Hmm. That ain't dude up. That 2010 Patrick Kane ain't walking through that door. He was fairly decent last. He was fairly fun decent. fact. I used to work with a guy who did cocaine with Patrick Kane. <laughs> what? Uh, wow. We on we on speak on it podcast cannot corroborate that. Get out of friend's wedding. Podcast Poppy. These are allegations, and these stories are of Podcast Poppy's opinion and his only opinion. I'm just telling you the truth. I'll tell you what I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll keep that. So I don't want to incriminate either one of them. But yeah, Patrick Kane cocaine, did kill Kane once. Pat, that's Maybe not twice. true. In the future, Pat, come come visit the podcast or speak on it. Podcast. Yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, Devils in six. That's but, crazy. All our hockey teams are really good. Oh, well, excuse me. You said Devils in six. Devils in six. 
Yeah, I need to get these tickets before you know it becomes too expensive for me to go. I mean, Nothing would make me feel better than watching an elimination game against the Devils, and they toss get eliminated. Your raggedy ass franchise off the turnpike. Bums. I mean, we might not even catch y'all because you know we're we're still trying. You'll to be get fucking two- out. You'll be out we're of the fucking the playoffs. You're losers. You're dumb. We're trying to losers. get the two seed right now. So, Wait, are you saying yeah. that we're not going to make the playoffs or something? No, like, you're going to make the playoffs, but. We're not worried about you six and seven seeds. You know? Oh, okay. We're trying to get the two Ooh. seed. We're trying to get the okay. two seed. We're not going to get the five. one seed. Cool. The Bruins have turned into the fucking Golden State Warriors. Correct. So, whatever. But that two seed, the Carolina Hurricanes, we're, I'm, you know, we're only, let me check. We're I don't think you guys could beat Carolina in the six-game series either. Well, that's why they play the games, right? Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. they play the games. All right, I'm. T- I'm yo, listen, you know, I, I, I can't. You know, the kid, the, the, the kid lineup. They're not kids anymore, man. You know, so I, I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait for the playoffs to start. Honestly, fuck you, Mike. Fuck the Devils. I don't give a mm. fuck. <laughs> yes, Anthony, your LA Kings are technically the two seed in the West. And that, yep. Hasn't y'all watched a single game. Y'all literally just started have less uh, points talking than the shit the other day. You have less <laughs> points point. than the Rangers. So I just want <laughs> you to know that if you were in the Eastern Conference, yeah, you would be the eight seed right now. Just just want you to know that. But it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's you just... go ahead and enjoy playing the Seattle Kraken in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, crackhead fans. Me, meanwhile, me, Dylan, and Roz are over here fighting for our lives <laughs> in World I'm War Three. <laughs> over here in World War Three in round one, you're playing the Kraken. <laughs> oh, feels good. Feels good. That's I need to have good. one I need to have at least one winning team. That division is going to be sick when it comes to playoff time. Yeah, That's NHL playoffs, be... the Eastern Conference and the NHL playoffs are going to be bloodbath in the playoffs. Like, but we only have one topic left, Dylan. I can't wait. It's, it's preview time. It's fight week. Do you feel it? Can you feel the energy? It's the most exciting thing because it's not just a fight week; it's a John Jones fight week. It's a John Jones fight oh, week. God. John Jones. What time is the fight? Uh, he'll probably Wait. hit the cage around midnight. Don't worry. Me and Dylan will be live chatting in the chat <laughs> every second of this fight. John Absolutely. Jones going for the heavyweight title against Cyril Gan, French kickboxer, big man with a lot of power. Dylan already thinks that John Jones is the GOAT. I think John needs this fight to become the GOAT. We will see. Anybody got any predictions? I know where Dylan's going. Roz, Anthony, James. I mean, if I have to, you guys know how I feel about John Jones and James. his whole story. Oh. <laughs> Bad guy. Bad guy. It's a cheat. Bad human. But, I mean... Okay, you know, if you if that if he would test positive the same thing today, it would it wouldn't be illegal and he wouldn't be in trouble. Steroids, yes. The uh, cocaine, no. Well, uh, the the uh, terribinol that he took, 
the amount that was in his system wouldn't have passed the test and yes. he wouldn't have been found guilty of anything but the cocaine cocaine yeah remains. well yeah cocaine who cares who cares who cares, who cares? Fuck, who cares go do drugs that's fine do you okay, think yeah. dylan loves his anti-heroes so we're gonna just john pick... jones is absolutely an anti-hero we're gonna pick <laughs> terrible human being we're gonna pick bones here but the goat Going with going Bones. With John Jones. Anthony. I got to go with John Jones. Like, it's the troll like in me, the in me wanted him. to say otherwise, but I, I just can't. The anti hero. James. It's almost like you can't pick against him. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like you can't pick against him. My villain academia. Bones. Except he I'm going to pick against him. One Cyril Gunn is going to win this fight. No, Not only one. is he going to win this fight, he's going to knock John Jones out. You're going to see history this weekend. He's going he's gonna to knock John out. And we're all going to collectively lose our shit this weekend. Yeah, you go ahead and put that bad shit into existence. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just give him his own personal wing in the UFC Hall of Fame. He's definitely Hall of Fame. <laughs> Which will never happen because him and Dana not. fucking hate each other. <laughs> now listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you John Jones is not like undeniably top three all time. And then, you know, however you want to do that three, we can 